It is the award season out here, so we're all very excited. And the Grammys are coming up. Are you following the Grammys? There are 90... Boy, there are now uh, 91 categories in the Grammys. And we've, we've done this uh, other years where we tell you about some of the new ones. Here are some of the actual new categories this year. There is the Songwriter of the Year, non-classical. There's the Best Alternative Music Performance. There's the Best Americana Performance. There's the Best Score Soundtrack for Video Games. Wow. There is the Best Spoken Word Poetry Album. No. Uh, but that's not the only ones. Would you like to hear some of the other new I Know You uh, There's a Best Album That Pretentious Assholes Say Sound Better on Vinyl. There's the best song by an artist who will be in next year's In Memoriam. Oh. Uh, there's the best 90s love song that reminds your parents when they used to fuck. Uh, there's a best album by a group who thought they were recording with Rick Rubin, but it was just some homeless guy. Oh, this is a good one. The most empowering female vocal performance by some chick singing about her cooch. It's the Grammys. Hey, what's poppin'? The Drew and Mike Show rolling from the deals in the D.com studios. And today's show presented by Hall Financial. Don't forget their easy start program for mortgages. The best offer out there if you're looking to buy a home, especially for first-time home buyers. Drops your mortgage rate 2% the first year, 1% the second, and your rate won't go up with the market. You're locked in. Don't worry about these crazy interest rate announcements. Saves you over 200 bucks a month and thousands each year. And when mortgage rates fall, the RateWatch tech team will let you know it's time to refi and claim your exclusive benefits from Hall Financial. Call first, 866-CALL-HALL or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. Exciting show today, Eli in a second. We've got uh, our balloon correspondent down in Myrtle Beach, alert listener, Andrew and my correspondent, Jason Smith, was, uh, was out there, of course, covering this for us. <laughs> and then uh, we're also hoping, let's see, we have a couple numbers for Brittany Hislope, who is the first girl, the first girl ever. That's, that J- that's Jason's first report. Well, we're just picking up audio down there. Uh, she's the first girl ever that wants to fuck Brian Koberg. Of course, he has to murder four people before anyone will fuck him. God, that chick's a nut. Uh, I don't think we're... I'm not sure those numbers are good, but we're going to give it a shot. Also, we have the best butthole contest coming out of East Lansing at Deja Vu. That's real. I'm not joking. Cool. And the Ted Williams clip of the day. My God. Very popular segment these days. It is. It's really picking up steam. Um, and I think there's probably an endless supply of clips of Ted Williams. He's got a lot of content out there. But, uh, of course, I will mention Ghost Budsters before we get to Eli. Available at Dispo in Romeo. Mindright in New Baltimore. Puff in Utica. Gene, Green Genie in Detroit. Joyology in Westland. They're six, they've got six Cannabis Cup Awards at Ghost Budsters, and the audience seems to really be loving this bud. Awesome. Meticulously hand trimmed by actual growers that care and very passionate about their trade. Yes, Ghost Budsters for you, and we're so happy to have them here. And of course, we have our friends at the offices of Dr. Yaldo who bring you Eli. Dr. Yaldo presents. Say it my way. And Eli Zaret production. 
What is that piece of shit on? That's <laughs> Motley Crue, man. That's Motley Crue. That's this crew? is uh, dedicated to Pamela Anderson, who's uh, who's making the rounds right now and used to bang one of the guys in the band. Oh, I finished the documentary. <laughs> we'll have to talk more about that. Have you guys seen the whole thing yet? Uh, Julie's watching it, so I catch parts of it, and I just roll my eyes. She's rolling her eyes throughout the whole thing. It's, yeah, eye rolling, I would say, would be the most... Um, I just have no interest in hardly anything she has to say. Well... But she does have a lot to say, though, and uh, it comes from the brain of Pamela Anderson, which makes it certainly noteworthy and eye-roll-worthy. But uh, there are a couple things that we can talk about later. But If but she right wasn't now, so hot, she'd just be another woman writing to a murderer like that lady you mentioned earlier. I mean, there's really nothing else to her no. than that she was really hot. Right. No, I know. It, it's laughable how long you can get people's attention, how long yeah. you get people to laugh at everything you say if you're, you're hot. hot. <laughs> it's incredible. Don't I know it. You know, uh, Adam Carolla got in a bunch of shit for saying if AOC was, was in her 60s and she was fat, nobody yeah. paying attention to her. That's no, that And I've yet to hear anyone explain at all why that's not true. I think the same goes for that uh, Lauren Boebert on the other side. Yeah, I don't think she's that hot, though, is Lauren she? Lauren Boebert, she's pretty attractive. Mm-hmm. Is she? I mean, no, I don't think you, any... you don't think she's attractive? Do people listen Average. to her, though? She's better than Marjorie. No, Trayvon. but no one listens to AOC either. Maybe it's because um, she's think, such a lunatic. It's hard to, to, to hard maybe. to really even look at it. But hey, but, but before we get started, I read about that that uh, butthole contest. <laughs> what, 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 Isn't that great? Is that, what is it though? Is it the there's? It's I just mean, for women, act- Eli. You can't enter. Oh, it is for women. Wait, oh. wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. But the butthole is is very small. Go on. And, 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 and very you know, hard to see <laughs> unless you really get in there close up. Yes. Is it the best ass or is it or is it's it the actual butthole? butthole. Butthole. And, and, I love and, what make, and what's the difference between a good one and a bad one? I'm not, I'm oh, not sure I understand. Well, so you just well, know it when you see it. We should probably talk about bleaching before we talk about something like that, Eli. <laughs> and bleaching is allowed. Um, you know, there's some concern, I guess, that some somebody might take a dump to try and attract the scat vote. Oh, but uh, I, I don't know. I think we're still really finding out what we can find out. Bruised, but, but whole. Oh. It is. Uh, a, I, guess, I guess no acne uh, polyps or uh, uh, <laughs> skid marks. <laughs> And it needs anyway. to be. It needs to be tight. You don't want it to be loose. No, no you don't. A puckering butthole will not win this contest. How can an audience even see it? I mean, this makes no. You gotta sense. go. You gotta go. You gotta go in person. Yeah, it requires a little imagination. I think. I expect there might be thongs. And stay be... for the talent portion of the competition. Will they also go down on my butthole? <laughs> What kind just of talent is there? These days that just defy, defy reality. It's pretty amazing. I, I didn't see this coming when br- I was 20 years old. It's a brilliant marketing ploy. <laughs> but uh, it is a dead sports week, as you can tell already. Although uh, Michigan won a basketball game today. Are they maybe on their way no, to a bid, hopefully? No. no? Why do you they're, say they're, that? They're they're awful. They're, I guess they're 7-5 they in the Congress. They're, they're awful. Michigan State's game yesterday with Rutgers was beyond awful. <laughs> Uh, so I don't, I think state may, may make the tournament, but neither team is uh, very exciting this year. And I tell you, we got, we got one football game left. So after this, you got Michigan, Michigan, oh, man. basketball, you got, you got the Pistons, uh, you know, vying for, for a Darko make good, which would be to finish in the bottom three and get the seven foot four inch best draft prospect in history, Victor Wambanyama. But we'll see if that happens. You got the Red Wings struggling to break the playoffs, which they probably won't. So there's Dylan Larkin had five goals in the All Star three on three stuff. Oh, (laughs) three on three. (laughs) Just saying, All Star. Well, you're like Barbara. He was surrounded by more talent, and he scored more, like Barbara from Roseville said. Well, we do got some more Barbara Um, audio for later. Just, just asking. (laughs) I don't expect anyone to know the answer to this. 
Is like Oakland U have a shot at the NCAA tournament? Are they good this year? Who knows? Or Western Michigan? Know. I mean, it's always nice to have a few teams from the state and the tourney, but they have to win their their conference to get in, most likely. But oh, they're all that I bad. Don't know at at the risk of this is. being a bad take, uh, what three weeks from now, Michigan has they have a chance. Their schedule is is fairly easy for the rest of the way. Thirteen and ten, winning record in the Big Ten. Yeah, they got to get to seventeen or eighteen wins. You're, yeah, so well, without possible. a doubt, it's it's but, possible, but not probable. Well, my Hokies beat Virginia. I didn't even know they were playing yeah. either. But uh, Virginia was ranked sixth, and I guess they're on the they're on the bubble too. They've lost nine games, so people don't think they're going to make it. There's no clear. I mean, no teams to root for. There's no clear great team this year. I mean, the top seeds do keep losing. Yesterday, Tennessee, which is ranked number two, played Auburn, and the two teams together were five for forty-eight from three-point range <laughs> with a final score of forty-six to forty-two. So oh I'm just saying that I wasn't going to mention that. But when you mentioned there aren't any great oh, teams, man. even the great teams suck yeah. at times. So yeah, I don't know why. Well, that's that's because the good college players are all in the NBA. Good thing for college football is they stick around now, like Blake Corum and others, to play another year because they're getting paid more than they would get with a third or fourth round draft draft uh, selection. Well, it never made any sense to me because football's got, well, you got to be three years, right? You can be a redshirt sophomore or a true junior, then you can jump to the pros. Right. Basketball has the one and done thing, which is not the best way to do it. Just let them go pro. I think football's got to go that way. How can they hold that off? How can they stall that much longer? I would think well, so I too, think, but it's a bigger is- jump. Yeah, they they say, and it's probably true that football uh, players take longer to develop because of the the size that's required. But there you are know, guys. There are, there are guys some, oh, yeah, who know their freshman year running backs. Sure, you could. Oh. When, why not develop in the NFL for two years on the bench if they want if they want to make that kind of investment? You know, the reason it happened in the in in in, in college is because they sued and went to the Supreme Court, starting with the Ed O'Banion and won. You know, Barry Sanders thought about that back in 1989. Mm-hmm. He wanted to come back out after his sophomore year, and they wouldn't let him. But no football player with a career so short is willing to lose years in a lawsuit. So yep. that's why football is well, probably Well, look at, at Maurice Claret and Mike Williams. I mean, they did the same right. thing. Right. Well, but I mean, I'm just saying that there's no way they can stop people if they want to do that. And some freshmen are that good. They just are. People start yeah. as freshmen. People mm-hmm. are stars as freshmen. But it'll probably take time. But what's going on at Michigan? They have a new offensive coordinator or analyst. Yeah. What's his name? I, I don't even I know. I forget his name. John Sinaguga. Oh, I didn't. I'm, this is breaking news to me. Seriously? Yeah, I've never heard of that. This is yesterday. I don't know. Why do well, I know? You know? How can I possibly know this before anyone else? Harbaugh's contract is stalled. Did nobody know that? I didn't know I'm that. So, yeah, I knew that, but I'm, we're so you know there there are two guys that I really am tired of hearing about lately. One is Harbaugh. Even though I'm a Michigan man, shut the Thank hell you. up about Harbaugh. Just let's we'll let this play out. And the other one I'm really tired of hearing about is Brady. I'm 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 I'm, I'm out Brady'd. <laughs> now I do want to see if they bring Brady. Brady by the way, that ten. Can you just just think about it? The richest contract in the league is Patrick Mahomes, 10 years, $450 million. They're giving Brady $375 million for 10 years just to talk, and we don't even know if he's any good or not. I've been you saying know, that for a long time. I, that deal sounds insane to me. Insane. It makes no sense. I, I can't, you know, Romo at 17 was ridiculous. How could you give it? And now they're giving Brady 30, 36. And, and he's he's unproven. Hey, so. can, I, can I ask a question? Because I, I seriously, I have no idea what the answer is, and I'm just trusting you to give me some something Uh-oh. to think. Tony Romo, this past week, I keep reading it, 
they were going to have an intervention on Tony Romo because he wasn't prepping for the broadcasts. I thought Tony Romo was a great analyst. Fantastic. I think Why so would they too. have an intervention? An intervention because he was so bad? Well, have you guys read this? He, Am I the only one that uh, read this? I've not seen that. No. What? No, uh-uh. no, but but the, the, really? the week the week after I was going to say about it last week, but I didn't. The, Google, two weeks ago, uh, Google I intervention. Antonio Romo. Yeah, I see the post article on it. Uh, I praised him for having said that the Bengals had uh, that the uh, 49ers had no chance. Uh, was it no? Who was it against the Bengals? That it, that it, oh, that the Bills had no chance against the Bengals, even though it was seventeen ten at the half. Gave him credit for really telling it like it is, and and he was right. And then the next day on Twitter, he's getting killed for for a word he uses or a phrase he uses or a, or he said second down instead of first down. Thinking what what. what? <laughs> Look at like like you say, Drew. Look at overall. He's a he's a brilliant analyst. He's willing to predict what's going to happen. If he's wrong, it doesn't it doesn't scare him from doing it. I think he's great, even though he does fracture the language a little bit. But I just was has, wondered: is there a conspiracy against Tony Romo? Is there some reason yeah, somebody I, wants him out I or think, something? I think Jim Nance doesn't like him because reading this New York Post article, a lot really? of it seems to be about a way for him to mesh better with Jim Nance. It's like, well, maybe because oh, Tony's a normal, cool guy, and Jim Nance is an elitist asshole. Yeah, I mean, maybe this thing Jim is Nance like a, should mesh with him. This yeah. story, I, I'm shocked you guys haven't seen it. It was like I a narrative now, yeah. all week long. It was repeated and repeated and repeated, which doesn't mean it's true by any stretch of the imagination. Um, another pro story, what's this Joe Mixon pulled a gun on some chick? Yeah, and then it was Isn't tossed. he on triple secret probation? It got tossed, though. Okay, <laughs> second down and nine. Yeah, but they said they can refile it. They didn't say he Are didn't do it. I, I don't know. Yeah, I heard so was some chick just made up a story about Joe Mixon, and of course we're going to believe Joe Mixon before we're going to believe the girl. Well, has that girl ever uh, slapped somebody? We don't know. Okay, second down and nine. Well, you know, when Mixon slugged the girl and denied doing it, then the video showed up yeah. and showed him slugging the girl. A year so later. I, I don't think Mixon is very uh, believable, but... You don't think he learned his look, lesson? It, it he didn't have that good matter. a year either. If he, had a, if he got 1,500 yards, I could see everybody dropping it, but he only had 800 <laughs> yards. He's still, still pretty damn he's, good. He's still pretty good. He's still pretty good. Pulling a gun on a chick? I mean, that's not... Well, well that's okay, not part of his whatever. stat line. Okay. It's all about it's all about Silly talent. Me. And once his talent is gone, he could uh, talk back to a security guard and get fired. Who, who knows? But uh, the same thing with Kyrie Irving. Just got traded this afternoon. This guy missed half the games in his Knicks contract. They finally this year say, okay... Let's see if he can. It's his last year of his deal. Of course, he's outraged. I can let my contract expire. So then he demands a trade. You know, an incredible player. I mean, such a talent, such a raw talent. Yeah, but he missed eight games over his tweet. He refused to apologize for 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 four days or something for uh, denying the Holocaust, which was a lot worse than denying the fact that the Earth is round, which he did at (laughs) at an earlier time. What's the trade? I don't know. This is news to me. Who got it? Yeah, just happened. Dallas. Mark, yeah, Dallas Spence, for uh, Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie. Remember the former uh, Piston draft pick who then left and became really good yeah. Yeah. Uh, with <laughs> the left. Nets, and now he's going back to the Nets. Um, yeah. Some player I had never heard of, two second round draft picks, and a 2029 first round draft pick. 2029? Yes. Now, th- that is not <laughs> equal value. For Kyrie Irving, who is an amazing player, if he actually plays instead of you know, if, you know, the other thing is he missed half a season because he wouldn't get a vaccine. Well, there's also uh, the BLM games he missed because he was so mad at the cops. Well, yeah, right, it's right, all right. about Kyrie. That's the problem. And then he was the one who suggested canceling the season yeah. when 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 they when they played it out. But you know, uh, so I think the reason it's a 29 first round pick, which is you know 
eons Six away years. is because they got to re-sign him. If, they, mm-hmm. if, they, if, if the Mavs just use him this year, he could be, he's a free agent. He could go that then it would have cost them. So I guess they're, they're assuming that Mark Cuban can uh, connect with him. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. So, so I, I mentioned, Brady, are you guys not tired? I don't, you don't have Brady fatigue. I, I even yes. thought his, 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 his retirement thing where he kept saying, first of all, it was shot terribly where his head looked like it was like, like distorted where his head, like this, you know, on top of his head was like as big as the rest of his body. Well, he but shot anyway, uh, he, um, he kept on saying, he's thanking you guys. I'm thinking what guys, I'm not one of those guys. Me, who I rooted thanking? for him. He's you thanking me are, for rooting for him. Who, who, who are these guys that he, that he loves? You're I, welcome, I Tom know. Brady. I have no idea. I don't know his teammates. <laughs> did he did he throw a plug in for his movie too? That'd be great. If he no, he did not. I love you, Tom Brady. Anyway, the, um, uh, he may show up tomorrow or not tomorrow next Sunday uh, on the pregame show. So I, I, that will be interesting. He's not going to do the game. Greg Olson, you know, has had a pretty good first really, year. He's really good with with, with Kevin yeah. Burkhardt. He's very good. And and they asked him about it. He goes, "I'm not going to sit here and sound stupid and be like, you know, just doing it for one year is plenty. Screw that. I'd like to do it for 20 years. I'd like to mm-hmm. call 10 Super Bowls, which it turns out is going to be just one. But you know, Brady says he wants to be like Johnny Miller on golf, which was you know cutting and insightful. So we'll see. We'll see yeah, if right. he's any good. What network is he signed to? I don't Fox. even know. Fox. Fox. Okay. And then they have the Super Bowl. Um, you don't suppose that Brady contract because it is Fox is like extends into like making it movies and it does. It does. It so they're going to use him as other it, things. But it, okay. It, it, How sure is it with movies? Well, he'll produce. Get the fuck out of here. He's not a movie maker. 80 for Brady. It's in theaters this February. It's going to be a blockbuster <laughs> for old birds. He's going to oh, win fuck. an Academy Award. Okay. He's gonna, he, that would be Just like awesome. Brad Pitt's an architect. That Tom would, Brady's a movie maker. I think one's a lot easier than the other. Being an architect, I'm sure, oh, I'm making sure a movie, dealing with producer. their clients. He's going to be making speeches and you know, to, you know, speaking of corporate outings and 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 maybe doing some commercials for them. So there's got to be a whole lot more because there's yep. no way you pay a guy forty million dollars a year to just talk about football. That's that's crazy. Yeah, he's got so many other interests that he's such so expert in. Yeah, crypto, yeah. <laughs> currency, movies. He's a great um, movie maker. Fatherhood and dating, uh, relationships. He should be a relationship w- expert. W- explain <laughs> to me why. What would Tom Brady have to do with making movies? Because okay, put um, his name on name. one, yeah. and he's in it. How many movies can he put his name in that will make the movie? Really? Are there is there a demand for more Tom Brady movies? None. None. No. You know what he'll no, do? None. He'll people will send him a bunch of scripts or something, and he'll go, "Oh yeah, this one sounds like a movie I can make." And he'll do. You know what? You know what who else make? He doesn't make movies. Well, he's going to produce, just like, produce. and I hate to say this, LeBron is. I was going to say LeBron. LeBron does not know how to make movies. What movies has LeBron James made that are really good? Oh, he has, he's produced a lot more Space things. Space Jam 2. He's produced a lot more things than I think he's Nobody. Realized. No, I know he's produced a lot of things, but what did he do that made them great? Uh, he played basketball and made a lot of money, so he put the money into it. Space Jam 2. No, that movie sucked. That, that, that was a bomb. <laughs> what TV shows has he done that are so great? The, the Wall. Shop. The wall. You don't agree with me, but I, I don't understand. It just no, seems I'm, I'm idiotic just, to me. I'm just saying they're two people with a lot of money. So what else can they do? Oh, the entertainment industry. I can throw my money at stuff and make projects. It's like the easiest thing that somebody with a lot of money can do. Just like rich people will throw their name on anything. Well, project. yeah, you can throw away a lot of money doing that's that. That's what I mean. Yeah. What, is, what does Tom Brady know of that's so brilliant well, about making movies? You, or LeBron what, James. What's what's interesting about it? Steve Young was talking last week and saying retirement is like death. And the thing with Brady is what he has to find out what he is good at. 
And who knows if he's good at anything right now besides playing football? I'd say he football announcing be at- is his best shot or coaching football. Or judging butthole competitions. I could see him doing that. He'd <laughs> yeah, be- he'd be good at that. Meanwhile, I saw the trailer for, for 80 and Brady. And even though I think Fonda and Lily Tomlin and Sally Field are, are, and Reed and Rainer are great actors, it just looks like a typical piece of shit sports movie. <laughs> of course it, it is. The, the, the fish that saved Pittsburgh or whatever it was with Julia <laughs> Serving just seems like a useless movie. Well, that's a, my point. A, a, a tired theme. How many piece of shit movies can Tom Brady put his name on or have his name in or be a character a in? Lot, really? A lot. It's based well, that's on not the issue, though. That's not the issue. The, the issue is he's got three hundred seventy-five million to work for Fox. And the question: What the hell is he going to do for Fox yeah, to justify three hundred seventy-five million dollars? That's 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 what I'm curious. Eighty about, for though. Brady's uh, Rotten Tomato score, sixty-four percent from the critics, ninety from the audience. Of those, those are all really? old, old birds. Well, those are people that like the movie <laughs> who got wet for the first time in eighty years. Aww. Anybody that would watch that movie it has a predisposition <laughs> to like it. It's a true story, that's right, though. Exactly right. It's a true. Next thing you know, he's on no, top of me in the shit, pumping and sweating. I'm sure he'll have his own studio someday. He'll be the next, uh, what, Howard Hughes or Spielberg or whatever. Brady Century Fox. Yep. So there's $10 billion going to be bet on the Super Bowl. Last year it was 7.6, but now three more states have legalized gambling. Kansas, <laughs> Maryland, Ohio. So more people can bet on Super Bowl 57. But, you know... This is what I don't get. FanDuel now, which is an official partner, by the way, of the NFL, oh, will yeah. give you. I mean, I, I've heard of two hundred dollars. You know, for your first bet, you know, like MGM, three thousand dollars with your first bet. Who wouldn't do that? You can lose the bet and still get three thousand dollars in 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 betting cash. Well, I, mean, I would think the, I would think millions of people would sign up unless you're so simple? scared of becoming no, an addict. There's got to be a catch. The devil's always in the details. It probably has a forty time rollover, so you have to bet. You know, fifty grand you can collect. I don't on think it. so. I okay. bet not. Yeah, I believe I me. I played. Not. I played blackjack online and gotten bonuses I didn't ask for or want and been unable to get my money. Oh, really? Yeah, you got. Yeah. You got to read well, the the bonus and the rollover stuff. So I declined the bonuses and they still gave me a bonus and said I couldn't get the money out and it's. Which shows they just want you to gamble. And if mm-hmm. you give three thousand dollars to a non-gambler to to sign up, he's going to lose that three thousand dollars, and the chances he's going to get very hooked and lose three thousand yeah, more at the yeah. very least. It's, it's so not it's a whim. Because they it's know how it's going to end up with right. them having more of your money. Because it's fun, right? right. <laughs> and their and their cost per customer is only forty dollars. And you look at you know, uh, really, uh, apparently in advertising, that's a very very low amount uh, to, to get a new client. Wow, yeah. Do we have any good prop bets yet? Oh, I'll look. <laughs> Those I'll, are? I'll look them up. Yeah. See what's out there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's an interesting game. We, we should preview it a little bit, even though you know we don't know what's going to happen. It's a fascinating matchup with oh, the we two. Don't, we uh, don't need to preview the game. Well, you can't preview we? the game. You don't know what's going to happen. But, but uh, I, th- I was interested to see why Jalen Hurts, who's so good, was only drafted in the second round, the, fi- the 53rd pick. Whereas Mahomes is a first round pick. By, by the way, Mahomes was picked tenth. Remember who the quarterback picked in front of him in in twenty seventeen? Oh God, who was it? Oh, was it the Chicago Goff? Bears? Did yes, they... yes, the great Jared Mitchell Goff? Trubisky. Oh, Mitchell. Oh, Mitchell. oh, Trubisky. Yeah, they <laughs> traded for that pick too. And and and, and when uh, yeah, when when Bur- when uh, Hertz was drafted, uh, Burrow was number one. Two who replaced him at at, at, uh, at Alabama is why 
he went to, to Oklahoma for his last year on Nick Saban's recommendation. So this is how it's become in, in college. God, is that weird. Everybody transfers. Everybody's in the transfer portal. Coaches want you to know, all the players to know, I'm with you, man. Whatever's best for you, we're going to do. I'm not going to hold you back. And so Saban said, who's got the best offense? Well, Oklahoma does. You should go there. And even though he had to play against him, he sent them there. And that's why Saban can continue to be, you know, the icon he is and get get players to come and trust him and know that he's 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 going to help him become a pro one way or the and other. And he had a great year, there too. Great year. Instead yep. of sitting on the bench behind Tua. Mm-hmm. That's right. Anyway, that's all I got except for okay. the fact that after after the Pistons and the Red Wings and Michigan and Michigan State, we have the Tigers. So I was doing some research on the Tigers. And we're going to save it down the road when there's nothing happening except baseball. But the Athletic... Did a, did a survey with 1,300 <laughs> alleged Tiger fans. Did you see that? Did you I, see that survey? I saw the survey on the best and worst farm systems. Is yeah. that the one you're oh. talking about? Yeah. The Tigers were yeah. the 30th best farm system in baseball? Right. The rebuilding the, Tigers. Oh, right. And of the top 100 prospects, they have two at 83, Jackson Job, a right-handed pitcher, and 88, Jace Jung or young, whatever it is. So they don't but have a bad farm system. Everyone told us the, the last s- five years they had the best farm. It's such a great farm system. Remember, we have five of the first 60 or 80 or whatever, and they're going to be really good. This is a rebuild, and it's real. Well, one of those, you know, it's probably Manning and Scooble and Casey Mize, and the jury's out on all of them, and Akil Badu and all those people. But Torkelson. Sounds like somebody didn't know what the Tork- fuck they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. Because you don't they, know about prospect. You don't know. It's so hard. Yeah. Right, and that's why when they traded, uh, uh, they traded JV, they traded uh, uh, JD Martinez, uh, they traded Upton, uh, Nick, and V Mart, and got virtually nothing, nothing. back except for uh, Jamer Candelaria, who's not even there anymore. Did well, anyone got, see the article about is who's the, the stud pitcher they got for Verlander, who's supposed to be so Franklin? Ju- Franklin, uh, Franklin Perez. Uh, uh, Perez. Is it Perez? Frankie Perez. Just read the story about him the other day. He's starting all over. He's healthy now. He's only oh, really? 20, 25 or 26, and he uh, he was pitching this spring, or uh, I guess in the in the fall, and he's throwing 88.7 on the average. He got up to 91.7. He used to throw 96. Yeah. He's now 26 in A ball, rookie ball, and they're acting like he still has, oh, yeah, this could be a great comeback story. Please. Really? Only 22% of the fans voted that the team was headed in the right direction. Only 4% gave it out of five on a five-point rating scale. Last year, 62% thought the Tigers were on their way after that great, semi-great season of of, uh, 77 and 85, which seemed to indicate that they turned the corner, which they didn't because they lost 96 games. And so I just wonder how many people are going to show up this year, how many season ticket holders are going to come back, and and, and how many years can you continue to lose and continue to rebuild and and have people believe that that something good is going to happen? George Santos got 22% of his constituents said that they are not in favor of throwing him out. So that shows you what 22% is good for these days. This team is a shambles. All right, before you do your commercial, yeah. I, I know you're sick of Harbaugh. I'm sick of Harbaugh, too. I just want to know why yesterday I saw a story that the Harbaugh contract is stalled. And I'm like, wait, he wants to be there. He's so happy. They love him. Why is it stalled? Well, I think it has to do with his level one infraction. But they can't, they, can, they can't sign him to a contract? I think they, I think they, well, I don't know. I think they want him to say something. I think they want him to address it so that it doesn't linger. 
for the next year and a half because it may not be so we have to sit around and wait for him to address why doesn't then why doesn't just address it i don't know he wants to be there know. they want him why is it stalled it just seemed like crap and i saw that well because the investigation like eli said it's just hanging over their heads but they either want him or they don't were they going to wait and find so they're investigating the investigation well, to find out if he did something so terrible they don't want him well i mean he could be suspended up to six games i don't know how that plays into it i don't know if that's a four cause firing if they find something else who knows? Yeah. I don't know. That's and, way over our head. Well, they did a D, Detroit News did a FOIA on the uh, on the NCAA, and of course they got no <laughs> I, I, denied I, by Michigan. On Michigan, yeah, Michigan denied it. Yeah. <laughs> speaking speaking of college sports, you know, we all did stupid stuff in college, but this is the ugliest I've seen. Did you hear about the the uh, the public apology that Colorado <laughs> yes. State issued? It's fucking ridiculous. And, no, you guys I talk about that. I don't know anything about this. No. There, okay, there's a Utah State guard who's who's Ukrainian. His name is Max Shluga or Shulga, and they were fans were chanting Russia, Russia during the game when he was at the free throw line, so that they could <laughs> oh, that was just. I mean, come on, what the hell? What was he bothered by it? I don't. I don't. What know. is somebody pretending that there's actual sportsmanship in sports anymore? No, I mean, remember, remember then they chant yeah. like crackhead at Jalen when he used to because of the whole crack chanted, house They always thing. do that. <laughs> yeah, big deal, Russia. So Somebody's what? ragging LeBron about his hairline the other day, and he stopped and glared at this guy who's going to kick his ass. Yeah, I, I thought that was yeah. silly. I don't know. The, if the player's not upset, who cares? So what's if the player's yeah. upset? Who cares? What's the, uh, what, the fans all gathered and apologized as a group? No, Colorado no, State you, put out a, State an apology. After they Speaking pointed of- out that it's a small group of individuals. <laughs> Okay. Speaking of LeBron, he was drafted in 2003. Of course, the, the pick after him was Darko, who was out of basketball, with, at least with the Pistons, by 2005. So this is their, their chance now to, to, to hopefully get you know s- something back. But, but think of LeBron, what he's done. Uh, to now he's going to pass Jabbar as the all-time leading scorer. You know, your, your grandkids, if you have any, are going to say, or, or, or you'll tell them you saw LeBron play. He really is a, transcend, a transcendent star. And uh, like Jordan, you know, we're, we're, it's just amazing that he's still playing at this level, scoring points like this at age 38. Remarkable. I can't believe he hasn't passed Jabbar yet. I was shocked that he was 36 points shy. I mean, it's an incredible achievement, but I just yeah. was like, wow, really? Is he the all-time assist leader now, too? That's, that's LeBron that's, is? Yeah, didn't he just didn't he just become the all-time assist leader? Did not know that. Who did he pass? Uh, John Stockton? Oh boy, man, maybe I'm wrong. He set something with assists. Okay. I don't know, and I didn't know that his. Uh, you told me last week that his son Bronny is the, is the number. He's got like a billion followers. So he has seven point five million in NIL money. <laughs> a high school player. Jeez, NIL? No kidding. Wow. Yeah, anyway, number one. S- speaking of money, I, I asked you guys, and and obviously Brandon and um, at least Mark had heard of this Mister Beast. I hadn't heard of him. Yeah. College dropout named Jimmy Donaldson. Hundred and thirty million subscribers. Guinness World Record last month with over 100 million. His current stunt, he's playing for cataract removal for a thousand broke or homeless people who are blind or nearly blind and couldn't afford the surgery. His latest video had 32 million views by last Sunday. These people get out of the surgery. They 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 can't believe they they take the bandages off and they can see. So you know that's cataract surgery. It happens millions of times a year. I think four million a year. Doctor Yaldo has done thousands of those, and now with these multifocal lenses in the past 10 years. Lens replacement for people 45 plus, including many listeners of this fine podcast who want great vision, both at distance and more importantly, up close. They never need reading glasses again. So call, be the next in line, 800-398-EYES. Go to yaldoycenter.com. And if you're young and still need a LASIK or would like LASIK, say $1,500 just by mentioning 
the show. All right, boys, have a great week. We'll talk to you after the Super Bowl. All right, Eli. LeBron, uh, LeBron is fourth in assists. The story was he moved, he passed Mark Jackson and Steve Nash. He has more assists than Steve Nash. Okay. Jeez, crazy. Who's number one? Stockton, Stockton. by a mile. No one will catch him. New car inventory is growing, and when inventory grows, so do the savings. A full lot means a better selection, and a better selection means dreamy deals. Best of all, when you visit our friends and studio sponsors at Zot Ford and Holly, you get both. So if you bought it your lease in the past year or two because there was nothing to choose from and the deal sucked, then today is your lucky day. There's no need to spend money on brakes, tires, or maintenance. Just trade that loser in and get $2,000 more than it appraised for when you bought or leased a new Ford Escape Edge or, or when you purchase or lease a new Ford Escape Edge or Explorer at Zot Ford. In fact, you can trade in almost any used car and get the extra two grand when you get a new set of wheels. Nobody cares. Need more deals? How about 0% financing? How do you get 0% financing? I don't know how they do this, but they do on many new vehicles in stock at Zot. Plus, Gabara and the team will toss in a factory, a Ford factory trifold tonneau cover at no charge on every F-150 you buy or lease in the month of January. Yeah. Clear it, clearly, an expanding inventory generates beautiful bargains. You can check them out when you visit dealsinthed.com. Legacy Partners, you probably know all about Legacy Partners Insurance. You can save money in your home, your auto. Somebody just saved $10,000 calling Legacy because they're independent. They shop around, and they've gotten phenomenal deals for our people. We should have another Tom Masway winner. As you know, you can also get on the $50 gift card to God knows what. Not only the phenomenal deals, but the customer service because my um, policy is up, you know, for where what are they, where they take the money out automatically uh -huh. in March. So I get this really long email from Alex over there about checking this, 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 and this. And I went, well, that's way too long. He then calls me the next day. He goes, did you get my email? I said, yeah, it's way too long. I can't deal with it yet. And he goes, just call me when you're ready, and we'll, we'll save you some more money. Like, that's great, man. I'm glad he's on top of it. We'll call him 586-209-4106. That's Legacy Partners, 586-209-4106. And how would you like to win a suite at Ford Field for the 2023 football season? Man, there is going to be Great. such a phenomenal demand for Lions tickets this year. That's going to be such a hot ticket for the first time in so long. Get to Lady Jane's today for an award-winning haircut experience, and you will automatically qualify for your chance to live the sweet life at Ford Field in 2023. How about that? Is this the year? Is it 2024? I don't know, Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men. Walk in anytime, seven days a week. It's wicked awesome, always at Lady Jane's. Well, before we get too far away from sports now that Eli's gone, uh, we did receive word that Barbara has popped up on 97.1. The ticket, this time discussing a whole nother sport, basketball. Would you like to hear it? Wow, I have to hear it now? You have to. It's quick and always. Okay. I did <laughs> Let's not even go to know the phones this. and talk to Barbara in Roseville. You're on 97.1. Hello, this is Barbara Rosa, and I did talk to you yesterday about the Pistons. I watched them again today. <clears throat> Too many turnovers again. Not enough rebounding. They've been out-rebounded. First half, they played decent. Second half, Phoenix took over the game. We couldn't do nothing right. <laughs> and I blame it on the management. I, I think we... The management? Um, yeah, why not? Casey, Dwayne Casey's got to go. What? And maybe Weaver, because 
This team is a shambles. Well, I'll tell you, when it comes to, to Troy Weaver, I think there's going to be a she lot does. more She also interrupts Boom, everybody. Rebounding because the Pistons did not crash the boards. They got out-rebounded 46-30. to 30, And Ivy yes, and Burks finished the game with, with zero that. boards. Yeah. When we won those nope. championships, we always had a great rebounder to control the boards. Yeah. Got to control the boards. Yeah, I mean, we, don't, we don't have that. Well, too I, many teammates. I, I think they do appreciate the phone call, Barbara. Don't argue I think with they do Barbara Bryan, who has a chance to be a great rebounder. And he's All right, she gone, so it doesn't matter anymore. But that, thank she, you. For, she's awesome. Thank you for. She always has too much information at the intro. Can you play the beginning again? <laughs> Let's get, go to the phones and talk to Barbara in Roseville. You're on ninety-seven-one. Hello, this is Barbara Roseville, and I did talk to you yesterday about the Pistons. I watched them again today. <clears throat> None, that, turnovers none of that information was necessary. Yeah, yeah. He just introduced her. <laughs> she knows how good she is. She had to put her full name out She's there. She's really reinforcing her brand, I think, yeah. mm. doing that. She's great. Because how many I grew pe- up with sports. So. How many people insist on mentioning their name in the town they're calling from after it's just been said? <laughs> this team is a shambles. She does have a hot take. She well, knows golf. more about sports than almost anybody. That reminds me. Somebody, somebody on the, uh, the, the I want to say it's the Lions or the NFL put out a Instagram of Jared Goff during the Pro Bowl, and he's just hitting all these targets. And one of the biggest comments was someone who said, Golf? He's still not the quarterback. I don't care what anybody says. And that led to a whole bunch of people going, Oh, my God, that's from Drew and Mike. And then other people going, You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so somebody put out a jersey with G-O-L-F-F. Golf. Golf? Um, someday, if Barbara gets enough content out there, we might be able to have a clip of the day with Barbara, <laughs> as we do now with the incredible golden voice of Ted Williams. It What's never today's clip of the day? Well, today is Awesome. About- <laughs> <laughs> Today took me about two minutes to find a clip, and it's about Lil' Kim. Ted Williams with you. What? Ted Williams, the golden voice. Have you seen what in the hell Little Kim did to her face? She looked like a damn mannequin. Who in what? the hell told her she's fine is what I want to know. Lil' Kim, you look good, girl. You lying to that woman. You have to be. Women get pedicures, manicures. They get titty, I mean, excuse me, boob lifts. (laughs) They get um, implants, butt implants, breast implants, all kind of stuff. And they're noticeable enough for you to say, damn. You know, ooh, wait. You know, those kind of movements. What in the hell was she thinking? This woman... Who, again, told her she looked good? That's horrible. Lord have mercy. A bird can lay an egg in here. What? And then if you kiss her, could you imagine him over look? Her eyelashes. <laughs> Don't move your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice woman. I like her, actually. Is there something else in the jingle at the beginning besides, yeah. your voice is so smooth. Or your voice is golden. Well, this this is how his show, every one of his shows starts like this. Ted Williams with you. Oh, show. Show. So there's two separate jingles. Yeah. Yep. Okay, cool. Wow. What a and they're both terrible. What is going on? 
your voice is so smooth. It's not. Uh, who said? Oh, that's great. You cannot understand. <laughs> you can't it. understand it at all. The other one. <laughs> play Golden Voice again. That one's understandable, I think. But show's hard to understand. Yeah. The gold. I hate that it'll be stuck in our heads all day now. Nice ride. No, the go- golden voice. That's the one I can understand. But I don't understand. Show is hard to understand, I think. Yeah. Ted Williams with you. It's the golden voice, golden voice. It's the golden voice. It's okay. I don't know. I What a department. <laughs> I wonder if he has another jingle. Those are the, that's, those oh, are the only know, two he I've heard jingles. so far. But yeah, he loves jingling out, mm-hmm. which is a great skill that radio people have used as a crutch for many, many decades is punchline, jingle out, into an upbeat track. He's really good at telling a story. (laughs) Too bad they're all terrible. (laughs) They're terrible stories. His content, (laughs) I don't think his content is that bad. He does scroll. Uh, I mean, I listen to a lot of shows, and they tend to focus on one subject. He's got a really broad show, kind of like ours. I think we probably, you know, if uh, where they show you shows like yours, I would be surprised <laughs> Ted Williams. Ted Williams show should show up because he talks about a lot of pop culture. He does. <laughs> yeah. Who, who else he scours the internet on Little Kim's face. I mean, that's a good topic for him. It's not bad. I mean, well, he, it was he, not a bad. That was actually wasn't a bad segment. He touches on a lot of crap, but he just. I agree with him. What did she do to her face? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think he made a good point. He just goes on and on and on. There's no. I, I kind of think he's high. I what? No. Well, what? <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> I was I was deep diving into him meeting with uh with his mom. Mm. Which is so oh my Mommy, mommy, mommy. That was weird. Mine's my little... mom. Where's my mom? <laughs> mommy, mommy. He says it like five, six times. Hi mommy. Hi mommy. <laughs> and he gives her a big mommy. hug. And then in today's show, uh it was really kind of a beatdown of Ted. Yeah. Where it's like Hey, you haven't called your mom in a day. De- well, I didn't want to call her until I had a job. Like he was looking for a job so hard all I think that it's time. More like, I didn't want. I wouldn't want to call her until I had a phone. I don't think That's he had a phone. The one thing that I'm looking forward to is coming to New York City to see my mom after 20 years. <laughs> it was quite obvious that notice. Notice his mom didn't go looking for him for 20 years. <laughs> for 20 years. She was hoping he would show up on holidays. She really did. Really? Yeah, according to the oh, interview on sad. the Today Show with Meredith Vieira. That's sad. She was hopeful, but it was clear that... Nobody could find Ted. After no, I, 20 years. I think she had been exposed to a lot of Ted Williams bullshit. You think? Over the decades, because she was just said she just really didn't believe much of what he said. She seemed even a little skeptical about the new Ted Williams, <laughs> who would then go on a major bender, which Dr. Phil busted him on. And that's what got him on the right track. When yeah. Dr. Phil busted him, when he was trying to act like he was so sober, <laughs> when he was saying, uh, you know, I'm going to get you. I'm going to make sure that y'all going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> Which made no sense. I'm going to make up for being such a shitty son yep, and such father. a shitty parent yep. by giving you a purse or getting you paid. What was yeah. the purse he wanted to get? I was in uh, Louis Vuitton or Stacy Adams. or No, he wore. Well, he says it in the drop, doesn't he? he? St- yeah, I'm looking for it. Didn't he wear Stacy Adams glasses? Wasn't he? Or no? What was the Ted One Hundred? Or oh yeah, the the, the suit Bobby Four Hundred. He called him. He, I think he meant Botany. I think. I'm gonna take you and go get you a Louis Vuitton purse. 
<laughs> so Louis weird. Vuitton purse. Yeah, that makes up for bad parenting. No, I that's hope. the last thing you do with a child you haven't seen in 20 years is get him a Louis Vuitton purse, go out to lunch and talk. <laughs> they might rather have the purse, I'm just saying. I just think he was, his focus was- What would you rather have, a Louis Vuitton purse or lunch with Ted Williams? Well, if you haven't seen your dad in years and years- Exactly, so, think a purse so it doesn't matter if you don't see him. Get off the corner, crackhead. I think he was a little misguided at the time, and money was flying his way. What happened to the Cleveland Cavaliers job? The Cleveland Cavaliers offered him the PA job. Was he so fucked up he couldn't even know. pull that up? Yeah. Another bait and switch by Dan Gilbert. <laughs> Would have been perfect. Wouldn't that have been a great yeah. gig? Yeah, except for the days he didn't show up. His voice is gold. It is so I mean, gold. There's no arguing. He has the best broadcast voice probably out there right now. In fact... <laughs> Carl. His voice is also so smooth. <laughs> the jingle does not lie. <laughs> Wait, the jingle says, your voice, voice is so smooth. smooth. <laughs> yeah, he's the golden voice. No, there's no exaggeration there. None. But I was thinking, uh, Carl was talking about coming back to the magic bag this year sometime. Oh, I was nice. thinking, we got to bring Ted in to be the, the, the PA announcer for the okay, event. Great. Or the... Um, not the host, but just... get paid until after the event. The MC. Well, no, they'll be paid maybe half up front. But <laughs> we'll take care of them, though. <laughs> Don't you think people would be fired up for Ted Williams? Well, yeah, absolutely. Everybody would love Ted, and he would get off on it, too. We could have him do the spit sperm commercial live. Oh, God. Ugh. Yeah, we could do a segment with Ted. No, I think he'd be fantastic at an event as the booth announcer. And we'll be back with more right after these words. <laughs> And what happened to Kraft dot, dot, dot? I know. I, and the Kraft and Pepsi, all those ads just kind of fell through. Bacon, he did a generic ad for bacon. I don't think that was enough for him. I think he wanted... Fully cooked, ready-to-eat bacon. I'm talking thick, meaty, center-cut, presidential bacon. Savory and delicious. <laughs> I buy some, I use some, I store some. Awesome. awesome. No refrigeration needed with a 10-year shelf life. NASA Pack technology. Bacon. NASA fully packed, pack fully technology. hydrated, ready-to-eat right from the packed bacon. Or I, warm and served. Okay. Life I think Yeah, we really, know I what bacon he, is, Ted. He really wanted his own job. He wanted his own show. Yeah, I don't think which, honestly, booth announcing was enough for Tedder. He should just do voiceovers. He's really good at it. Yeah. Craft macaroni and cheese there, made with, you know, da, da, da. But I think he proves what happens with well, kids in social media, is you get a warped perspective Can't when all of a fame. sudden everything comes at once and you just think, you know, I am the shit. No, you're homeless. You're fucking homeless. That Baby would be, steps. Call I, the fucking Cavaliers back. That would be What's the matter with you? Think of that whirlwind he was on there. And I'm doing the new Pepsi Cola spot. God is good. We still in contact with his, yes. his agent? Yeah, I have his agent's contact. Why, he, why does he have an agent? He doesn't, there's, doesn't do enough business to have an agent. Because the agent has a phone. I think he's big timing a little bit. <laughs> the agent has connections <laughs> and a phone to use. No, he's not. That doesn't. This show is not. Oh, I don't know. I love the show. Criticize <laughs> the show. Can we find another homeless guy to take uh, Ted's spot? <laughs> Do you think the agent's thinking that? He's going to sign a bunch of homeless people? I refuse to commit to any kind of appearance with, uh, with Carl without okay. Ted Williams. That is absolutely... We'll get it done. That is the main focus. If there's uh, who these podcasts show in Detroit this year, Ted Williams has to be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll be psyched. I do. Do it. Get it done. We can do it. 
Brandon, you think we you think we have contact with Ted currently? Oh, I absolutely have okay, contact cool. with his uh, with his manager. Sounds like a done deal. Is he going to have a weird religious or uh, helping people angle, or can he just come in for Mark, the job? You saw his his commercial on Spitz. I know, but every <laughs> time you are every time we try to do something with him, it's like he has to announce fifteen charities. It is pretty difficult. With. It's usually there's usually Which a lot of great, but terms. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't know. I think we can cut through all that. And I think our location benefits him because he's not too far away. He's no. just in Ohio. No, it's definitely doable. I would say it's so much more doable than, than obviously all the other opportunities. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to make a prediction. This is going to be harder than Rick Rockwell. <laughs> I guarantee it. I'll buy Ted a new jacket if he needs a new jacket. Unlike Rich, Rick Rockwell, I will. I will take care of him. Remember, we had to get a plane for Rick, and he had to fly the plane. Mike Clark. Ted's going to demand a car that he gets to drive up Mike here. Mike Clark <laughs> con- contributed almost nothing to the show for two weeks. He was so busy working on Rick Rockwell's fucking plane from St. Louis. <laughs> you mean the King Air? <laughs> get him a King Air plane. <laughs> there right were other the people Air. that were put out huge, too. But he oh. did, he did, we did get a picture of him in the cockpit. <laughs> he did actually help fly the plane in. I don't know if the return we got for bringing Rick Rockwell in was really worth it. Well, we're still talking about it. I want to be a pilot. <laughs> All right. Well, um, speaking of uh, planes and air and craziness, that, that dreaded Chinese balloon, which nearly drove the country off its axis, uh, is finally been taken down after much debate. Um, and don't we have satellites, by the way? Don't we have satellites that have been watching them make that balloon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they knew I mean, they knew it was in Italy, when it crossed into Alaska. The Hubble Telescope. There. I mean, can't we look at anything they're doing, we're doing, anybody's doing, and don't they have the same yes, ability? I figure that everybody has everything on us all at once. So what's this fucking balloon finding out that they can't find out any other way than to fly it, obviously, the size of three Greyhound buses over the United States where everyone can see it? What were they getting out of that? Like I say, and really, we couldn't, we couldn't shoot it over the plains where there's no people? That, that's what I didn't... I couldn't believe. There's no oh, way... Yeah. To, for all the technology we have, we don't know how to get rid of that thing and not hurt people on the ground? Couldn't we send other planes up there and kind of like uh, grab Corral it? it? Yeah. It, just like they did in uh, Empire Strikes Back when they get the at-hats down, like just swing a, a, a giant net it and then pull couldn't it down. Could yeah. a plane with a giant net behind it just yeah. have reeled it in? It was too high. It was floating 60, too 000, high. 60,000, right? I thought it was higher than that. It was 160,000 feet, I think. Yeah. yeah. Eh, we could do high. it. We can do anything. This is America. Well, it seems like we could have done it. Or couldn't we have shot it and then had some planes with a giant net catch it <laughs> yeah, as it's not? flying down? I mean, look at all the shit we can do, but... Or can't we... It's a balloon. Can't we just, like, put a little hole in it so it just slowly comes down? That would have been fun. (laughs) Nope, we got to blow it up with the biggest missile we can. And now China has the audacity to act as if they're mad at us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're mad at us? Really? Well, didn't you hear what... uh, Here's President Xi. And we wake up like dawn and go in the hot air balloon. Yeah, we we have the footage. (laughs) Now they don't have a balloon to go up. Oh, we destroyed their... We did this for the show. Yeah, Falcon Heaney got a lot of references. We destroyed their incredible balloon. Oh, my God. Well, let's send them a balloon back. This defense is a good offense, though, I mean, to their credit. Well, isn't that why they did it? Just to see what we would do? Kind I have of. no fucking idea. I what what's the official word? That it just got out of control, the wind just carried like some balloonist well, that gets what, off track? That's what they say. 
Are they, well, aren't they still saying it's a civilian balloon? Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's just one of our civilians who likes yeah. ballooning. Yeah. Well, where's the civilian? I didn't see any fucking civilian in the plane, in the, in the balloon. <laughs> there are people who fly balloons around without people inside it he just ju- for fun. He jumped out at the last second. <laughs> it seems like a pretty expensive endeavor to me. It's ridiculous. Did you know they had another balloon, too, that went over uh, Central America? Yeah. Which, you know, which, t- did they shoot that one down? I don't know. Today, when people were barking about the balloon, like I mean, people are, are people just going nuts over this balloon. Why? Like, that fucking balloon. Oh, my God. I can't. Shoot it down. Shoot it down. Attacked by a balloon. Shoot that balloon down. Someone answered. This is on one of the Sunday morning shows. I just happened to catch this at... Well, there were three balloons that uh, went over the United States uh, or United States airspace during the Trump administration. He didn't shoot any of them down. So, go on. Nice what about? Where'd you come up with that? And by the way, who could ever prove that wrong or right? I never heard about any balloons. Well, there were five that went over America during Barack's administration. And nobody said anything. Oh, well, yeah. Well, there were 10 that went over during Bush's. By the way, did. I'm sure he did. This is probably a dumb question. Did Trump pop off about, why isn't he shooting that crazy balloon oh, I, down? I'm sure he did. I, I don't know. for no. I would think he would have. Well, thankfully, uh, do we have uh, 99 Luff Balloons or something like that? Yeah, Some sure. good music for our correspondent, Jason Smith. Uh, alert listener Jason Smith is a Drew and Mike correspondent who lives in South Carolina. Actually, the Myrtle Beach area where this occurred. So we immediately reached out to Jason Smith, uh, who's been covering the story. Do you really want 99 Luft balloons, or can we use this? Oh, no, this is a great, oh, perfect <laughs> choice. Thank you. <laughs> Always nice to get the fifth dimension in a show. Is that the lovely dulcet tones of uh, Marilyn McCoo? Jason's been studying balloons for quite a while. No, he hasn't. You know, he's all over this. Jason? Jason! Yeah, it's Drew. Hey, it's Drew and Mark and Brandon. I was just uh, talking about how studied you are on balloons and that you are part of the balloon uh, part of the balloon industry or the balloon, the balloon community, so to speak, because uh, you were there right on the spot when this balloon was shot down. Or Why don't you just tell us what you know in report form, well, in correspondent was- form? It was really exciting. I mean, you know, we, we just were, were playing golf. It was a beautiful day. The sun shining, a little chilly, but I had a, I had a very empty bowl. And we were <laughs> all playing really well. Excellent. Because we know how hard it and is to golf with a full bowl. golf exactly. when you have a full exactly. bowl. Exactly. <laughs> Excellent. Um, but anyway, so we're, we're, we're watching. I'm like, okay, what is, what is that thing? And then as soon as we noticed it kind of in the distance, um, my son was down with his, his college buddies to play golf and like their phones started lighting up and they're going, Hey, the balloon's right over you. All this kind of fun stuff. You know? Now, had you guys, so let me we, ask you this, Jason, cause you're an inquisitive person, obviously had you and your son and his friends or you and your peer group, whatever, had you discussed the balloon at all? Like, God, what about this balloon? That's it's, you know, why doesn't Biden shoot that down? Or had you guys had conversations about it? Well, um, I had mentioned it to them because I think I heard you guys talking about it. Right? I had I had learned about it, and I, I kind of was paying attention to it. And I, I think somebody else I was having dinner with the other night said it was shot down in Montana or whatever. So I, you know, it was I didn't believe that. Somebody but, talking out their ass. Yeah, I news. Snuff, Jason snuffed it out. It. <laughs> okay, but, so uh, yeah, you know, I was. So continue the story, though. You guys, you were aware of the balloon. It's up there. You're playing golf. Now you're part of the story. 
Yeah, so we see it, and, and then, and then, like I said, my son and his phone, and his buddy's phone start lighting up. There, hey, the balloon's right over you, and we're like, well, yeah, we can see it. Well, well, just then we see the the jets start flying over, and there, there was at least four. And they kept doing big circles, and we're like, well, that's interesting. And wow. kind of watching that, but that one that went on for a good half hour because we played like three three holes, maybe. No kidding. We just kept playing. And now, have you ever and, um, seen and, anything like that? Jets just circling some crazed balloon? I mean, this is nobody's ever seen anything like no, this before. But, you know, we didn't, but then I realized, because the course we were playing is pretty close to the airport down here. And uh, you know what? There hasn't been one single airplane all day. You know, we kind of like, so it kind of, kind of made sense that they held, you know, they held up all the air traffic right. in the area. But uh, but we were, like I said, so we watched it for a good half hour, 45, full Jackson almost. And uh, wow. it, it and sure enough, minutes. we like go. Okay, this this one's getting closer. This one, you know, it's like wow, this one's getting really close. And sure enough, we see the the other contrail come up for the the uh, the missile, and we see a poof. You know, we see a big cloud of smoke and everything. What? But what was really cool is we we didn't hear the po- we didn't hear the bang till like four seconds later. Kind of like delay, like yeah. fireworks. Wow, that's cool. Because they shot it like three or four miles out over ocean. Holy shit! But, did uh, you film it, it for uh, social cool. media? What platform did you put it on? <laughs> Uh, I think my son's uh, put it on Instagram or something. Okay, there you go. I, I, you know, I, I was going to say, I, I would be shocked if one of those college guys did not film did, it. Did actually, was it. Was somebody filming it the whole time or like for different segments? Did they yeah, have the phones? Yeah, son, but my, my son's friend Sandra was filming it. Um, but uh, he was, you know, we just, we figured we were probably about eight miles away from it when they finally shot it down. Oh, wow. But what's he but doing we, up there? We watched it. <laughs> we watched it. Like the, the remnants of it fall for like two minutes. It looked like it took forever for the balloon part to like flutter down, and yeah. then you know disappeared behind the trees. But but uh, it was it was pretty cool. It and was you say exciting? I can't. What? I mean, I can't say uh, you know it could have been me because it was me. I was there. <laughs> exactly. No, that's awesome. And when you say behind the trees, is that in the ocean, so to speak? Yeah. Well, they shot it over the ocean, but we were we were still a couple miles inland you know so they kind of went behind the trees but but it was so high up it took like minutes to, mm. to fully fold down the now, actual balloon part. i'm assuming that the uh, the course ranger was probably driving around telling everyone that you were safe and it was no big deal uh i they were completely oblivious to it. <laughs> they're, just, they're doing their job <laughs> was it discussed in the yeah, clubhouse was, was it a clubhouse topic exactly it could have been. It, it could probably have been. Okay. was. But, uh. Well, that's, I, I tell you, your coverage is incredible. The fact that you measured out the eight miles away and all that, uh, I like that you did. I mean, we didn't challenge mile. him. We're just accepting that he did. Of course. No, the empty bowel, well, everything no, I, about Hey, Mark, I went on Google Earth. <laughs> okay, there you go. Good enough. Stuff, so. As long <laughs> as you committed at least 30 <laughs> seconds of research. <laughs> we did. Uh, but it was, I mean, you just don't, you don't ever see you know, active military actually yeah, doing something that's pretty cool. for real. You know, I, we were laughing that we we're kind of sitting afterwards, we got done playing, we we're drinking and we we're going, yo man, could you imagine the chirping going on with the pilots? Like if, if like the first guy misses, <laughs> he would have been just pummeled. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that should be the next mission of the but, next uh, top gun is just to shoot down a fucking balloon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I'm sorry. I mean, to... Like I said, there was, those four jets were just screaming. You know, you could they were just so fast and they were making the big swirly contrails cool. around. It was really cool. You know what's another crazy what if is what if they're swirling around and then the one, you know, is is designated to shoot it and he shoots it and misses it and it hits a plane going in the circle the other way. <laughs> How insane would that have been? That would have been nuts. 
No, uh, was local media yeah, just or, or, did local media do a, a, a hellacious job of covering this? I would assume they went nuts. Oh my God, it was it was on nonstop. I mean, it was it was like a snowstorm up in Detroit, where like <laughs> three guys are on the same corner. It was I'm not kidding. There's people on the beach, on the piers. Um, uh, we didn't go to the beach, thank God, because one guy was saying, "Oh, look like a July out here on the beach." So it was just pretty funny. There's not a lot of tourists here right now, but uh, but the but locals it was pretty cool to see it. Yeah, the locals were yeah, anticipating yeah. this incredible event. Is this balloon? By the way, what do you think we were in danger in any way with that balloon? Were you concerned that this balloon was getting uh, correspond or getting information out of the U.S. or it was some kind of a spy mission? Well, we were we were. I was really thinking he was looking at my golf game because, you know, I, I'm kind of a hot shot down here and, and, you know, uh, probably was zooming in with the camera to look hey. at me play, but no, actually. What's your handicap, Jason? No, uh, I'm about a 10. Not okay. a bad golfer. All right, Jason, um, great job. And thank your staff for us. And uh, if anything else happens down there in the South Carolina region, it's great to know we have a correspondent like Jason Smith. It's all over it. You, you got it. No problem. Oh, and, and tell Brandon I want more Brittany. Brandon? Fuck you. All right, Jason, thank you. <laughs> Have a great day. All right, Red Travel Network, signing off. See ya. <laughs> nice job. You're not the hey, best golfer here. Where does that No, you didn't. No, you didn't. We got rid of you. Joosting. See ya. Jason Smith. Great guy. Not hanging up first, <laughs> but attempting to. Trying to weasel in as many drops as possible, too. I like that. He did not have to go. No, he's had nothing to do. <laughs> you know, he actually texted me back. It just distracted me because I said, how is 4 o'clock? And they said, works for me. And then he said, 4.05, please. Four, what? what is he, Maz? I don't know. He's <laughs> issuing demands via text. Did he have to go <laughs> bowling? We didn't get to him until 422. <laughs> he, he did treat it way more professionally than Tom ever treats a call. He did a great job, clearly. That's our balloon correspondent, Jason Smith. Uh, All right, so... Uh, now, as far as Koberger, and that was the Hall Financial Hotline, by the way, Jason Smith appearing courtesy of the Hall Financial Hotline. And all of you know to call uh, 866-CALL-HALL, chat with them, or go online to callhallfirst.com, and they will get back to you lightning quick at Hall Financial. Uh, the Koberger story, Brittany Hislope yeah. is the girl who suddenly, and we knew this was going to happen. The guy who is an incel who can't get one drop of pussy his entire life, suddenly murders four people, and you knew the chicks would be there. They're always there. Yep. It's the, the manliest thing he's ever done. It's the sexiest thing he's ever done. He's a bad boy. He's dangerous. Yeah. No, he's a... And, he's a and some women are stupid. Um, you, saw, you saw this broad, like, tried to get another murderer a few years ago, right? No. Yeah. Uh, who was it that she was after earlier? Uh, some guy in Kentucky who murdered somebody else. She's so she a loves clout murder. chaser. Come on. Well, you know, she's a mother of one, too. I mean, I, if I was the husband, uh, the ex-husband, I'd be like, okay, you can just give me the kid, yeah. bitch. 16-year-old <laughs> kid, too. I mean, his friends, I hope his friends find out about it. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? What an idiot. What a complete fucking idiot. Why, you know, now, now that's happened enough times, it always happens. Doesn't it always happen? It doesn't yeah. matter who it is. If you're a famous murderer, chicks will always start lining up for you. And he'll be married in a couple years. You know he'll be married. Why is that? I don't get it. 
But no more fucking pussy for you. In fact, ever. no pussy ever, because you've never had any, and you're never getting any. Yeah. If this guy gets a conjugal visit or something, I will lose my fucking mind. Would he? I mean, that, I don't think so. I wouldn't grant it for. Mark just, David Chapman a, got conjugals. Yeah, but wasn't that somebody he was? Although I guess if you get he married, shot, he killed John Lennon, and he gets conjugal visits. Meltdown well, I know, uh, knew this, the uh, security guy at the prison. Was, this, was this a woman that he was married to before he murdered? I don't think so. Yeah, he was young when he murdered Lennon. So I guess if you just marry someone, you get conjugal visits. That's ridiculous. Bundy did. Bundy was nailing. Bundy had a fucking kid on death row. Yeah. I mean, isn't that, isn't that incredible? I mean, How great, you got to admit, happen? great genes to procreate with. What a fucking Jesus weasel. Christ. Yeah, and that kid is alive somewhere. I think the kid's 37 or 38. Yeah, but nobody knows who she is because, uh, obviously, name change and protecting her. We have to protect Ted Bundy's love child. The most prison. romantic story is, is Manson and that young girl. Remember? He oh, never got yeah, to that's her. right. We talked, talked to her, her mother. Yeah, she's great. Her mom was, she was totally not, not unhinged. She's not too psyched about that. What? They were going to save the planet. <laughs> that's how Charlie Manson got Oh, a woman. that's right. He, yeah. She liked by, him. By being an environmentalist. <laughs> What? You really can't find a more uh, romantic environmentalist than Charlie Manson? She liked his views on the environment. Yeah, but what about his what views of his fuck? cult? Baby, won't you light my fire? Oh, my God. So now I, I have been in contact with Brittany. Um, I was unable to reach her by phone, but I, I have emailed her, and I reached out to her on social media. She's yet to respond, so hopefully, hopefully we do receive some correspondence from her so we can call her up and, and just see what her... Her preferred date with Brian Koberger is going to be... Not a drop of pussy no. for you, Koberger. Not a pubic hair, nothing. No mouth either, no hand. Nothing. She said he's the perfect man. Why? She's lovesick for him. And then she said... She's mental. She sent him pictures, by the way, yeah. which were described as her being all dolled up. Now, do you suppose... Tell me, she someone hot. went through his You're, fucking. Mail. Oh yeah, I don't think he's even gotten the letter, has he? She's not, she's I hope not. Man. I mean, it, oh, she's got crazy eyes. Please don't tell me that people just hand hunks of mail to the latest murderer no. so he can Ooh. view. Oh man, yeah. yeah. She's What's sending, wrong with her? She's sending him some boob pictures too. Ooh. Wow, those are good pictures. She's got a nice rack. She's all yours. <laughs> Um, of all the crazy there's chicks the, out there's there, the other guy. She was hot. Oh, for. she was hot for Cody that Hall. That guy's hotter than Koberger. He is. I declare him hotter than Koberger. He is absolutely. Koberger is gross. He's such a loser. This guy killed a fifty-year-old man in Kentucky, and so she's like, "Oh, I love you." And so what's her, what's her what's her email say? Is that or is that a text? That's uh, a post, post from Facebook. Yeah, about okay, Cody of Hall. her her first murderer that she fell in love with. I used to visit him in jail. A few, I used to visit him in jail a few years ago. <laughs> He had shorter hair after the picture was taken of him. Oh, shut up. You fucking idiot. I was truly and deeply in love with him when I was visiting him in jail, and I thought he had feelings for me as well, but he may not have. Well, what a loser. You are such a loser. How can you even reveal that? Not only did a couple of the guards at jail treat me harshly over Cody, but other people did as well when it came to Cody. Duh. I wasn't being rude to those people. I was treated rudely and harshly by, but for some reason, I was treated that way over Cody. I don't know if he knows that or not. I don't know how he's doing now and if he's in a relationship or not, but I want him and others to know that Cody is the one I fell deeply in love with and felt a connection with after being alone for a while and single and longing for true love. Why is she alone with him? No kidding. I don't how know. Could, 
what the fuck? Why can't you fall in love with a person who can actually like live with you or maybe go out somewhere? She's a loser. I just she, to, but you know what? She's kind of those pictures are pretty good. Yeah, not He's a stone cold killer. I would definitely look at her boobs. I mean, that rack is more than murder worthy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I wanted to be devoted to him and in a committed relationship. I loved him a lot and wanted to be with him. He may not like me at all. God, how big a loser can you be if these murders don't even dig you? <laughs> I hope he's doing okay and knows my feelings for him were true and deep, and I don't want him to think bad of me. Oh, she talks too much. She's just, what a yapper. On the first Halloween movie by John Carpenter, after the movie goes off, there's a part that shows some people involved with the movie making, and it shows John Carpenter talking as well about the making of it. And John Carpenter was older, and I told my son, Dame, her son, Damien. Of what? Well, of course it she is? named her kid Damien. Oh, boy. That he reminds me of an older version of Cody, meaning that's how Cody may look when he gets older. I thought Cody was absolutely gorgeous, and I think he will be when he gets older, too. I also want to add that me and Cody were compatible at our visits at jail. Good fucking idiot. Let's go date John Carpenter. What's this post, Brandon? Um, let's see. That's the one about, oh, about uh, Cole Cole Booger. Booger. Oh my God, is it long? She yeah. just can't stop talking oh, about him. I God. think she loves fan. She needs to write like murderer fan fiction or something. This would be like listening to Pam Anderson, basically, but even worse because she's not as hot as Pam Anderson. That was the thing about that. That. Documentary yeah. was Pam reading out of her journal. Yeah. Oh my God, this is such punishment. I can't stand her voice. And who cares what she wrote in her journal? Just because an idiot wrote it 30 years ago doesn't mean that she's not an idiot when she wrote it. She was an idiot. She's still an idiot. And it's stupid. Somebody, she, on, somebody on the boner line just watched it. And I always thought her kids, like Brandon Lee and Dylan Jagger, I thought they were, I always thought Dylan and Jagger were named after, you know, uh, Dylan Bob Jagger. Dylan and Bob yeah. Dylan they and Mick are. Jagger. Come and I, was, I thought maybe Brandon are. Lee was something to play off Brandon Lee. What, whatever. But somebody in the boner line watched it and said, no, they named their kids after 90210 characters. And now I'm like, oh, yeah. No, they did not. Jagger? Is that a 90210? That's the middle name. So it's basically Brandon and Dylan, the two main characters. Dylan in Jagger. Come on. Can you imagine what would... Uh, I don't... This has got to be... Okay, I just figured out the most awkward potential meeting possible. Love you, Jagger. If Bob Dylan and Mick Jagger were actually hanging out and Dylan Jagger Lee walked up and they both knew who he was. Can you imagine how embarrassing that would be? They rolled their eyes. Do you think Bob Dylan knows who Tommy Lee is? Seriously. Pro seriously probably. Think, he's probably heard the name, but... Can I see this dope Britney's post let, let me, to Koberger? Can I can I ask you a question about the Pam documentary? Does she see any fault in herself? Rarely. So it's everybody else's fault again. Yeah, pretty much. Right. She um she revealed towards the end. This is the dumbest thing I, I can even imagine. She said that she only can be with the father of her children, but she can't be with Tommy. So uh -huh. essentially she's fucked. I'm fucked. <laughs> Tommy's she not keeps trying to fall in love, but she just she just wanted to be with the father of her kids, and she can't now, so she's just fucked. He's with go Brittany Ferlin Fur now, and he's going to stay with her because she's still really hot. And well, she trolled she Pam, trolled too. Her, yeah, yeah, she's 25 years hotter than Pam. I mean, can't she just find a... I don't know. So it has to be her kids. She has to be with the father of her yes, kids. Yes, I guess so. So maybe she has to adopt some kids and then... Yeah, just date a guy and make some them guy just and adopt a kid done. together, I guess. 
but it's got to be mean, half her. It would have been nice if you would have told these other people that you married that uh, this wasn't going to work automatically. God. And so everything mad. is everyone else's fault. And she's like, Always. I can't believe these guys are so jealous. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I'm nude everywhere. What are they so jealous about? And they, <laughs> the way she acts when they talk about CJ, her character. Oh, I know. Well, that was a pretty deep. That was a multi-layered character. <laughs> Nobody knows CJ. who CJ is. <laughs> CJ was not an important character. Sure she was. You are provocatively dressed all the time with your fake boobs. You feel you have to show off in tight outfits and tight pants and stuff. You see your pussy from behind. <laughs> they said something like, this is when the world was introduced to CJ. <laughs> Honestly, CJ. if you were to ask me God, if I CJ could name her, if I could name her character's name, I think it would take me a really, really long time, if ever. CJ, CJ, it's weird. After a while, you don't even know it's Pam Anderson. I know CJ is such a cool character. They're so different. <laughs> Actually, I couldn't tell you one characteristic about CJ. I can't either. Other than that, she runs she in got slow huge motion. Tits. Yeah. <laughs> right. Can you go back to uh, the Co-Booger post from Brittany? Brittany? Fucking dope you are. Although I haven't taken a break from being off for a consecutive amount of days for a while. In the past, I've taken breaks from being on. Oh, nobody cares whether oh, you're on or off. You're a mess, lady. Oh, my God. You're just like a blaring AM radio. <laughs> Jesus. Start right here. Some people. <laughs> it wasn't because of any other big change. I wasn't me wanting to take a break from being on here and looking after my mental. My mental health. Your mental health. Well, why are you going after murders? That might hurt your mental health, you fucking dope. You idiot. How about that? Her mental health. <laughs> Some people may not understand that with Brian being my love interest that I'm fixated on, I don't think of being with others in the ways that I think of being with him. And thoughts of being with him also give me sensations that I wouldn't get when thinking of someone else because I have deep feelings for Brian and fixated on him, although I don't know how he feels about me. Oh, my God. Yeah, Learn he would love to fuck you. He just wants to fuck you so bad. I, I got to say, learn to use a period, too, by the way. It's just comma, yeah, comma, just, comma. Yeah, enough of the run-on sentences. You didn't even finish a sentence there. You're not only a murder lover, you have ter terrible punctuation. <laughs> and if there's someone else he wants instead, even though that wouldn't be ideal for my divine masculine counterpart to be that way. Period. Oh, she has some heavy idea of her divine yeah. masculine yeah. counterpart? Of course she does. She's a woman that knows what she wants, Drew. Although when I have thoughts of being with him in certain ways, it gives me bodily sensations that are real. Oh, what, to shit? <laughs> <laughs> Although you may not understand what I'm meaning. I also feel a love for him that isn't just sexual nature. Well, then he has no interest in that part, trust me. There were snail trails on my chair. Like, no one should have sat in that chair after me. It was damp. Period. As I've me know before, uh, <laughs> the mugshot of him that I added hots to in a pair of lip stickers, seeing that picture for the first time affected me before I added the stickers to it, and it penetrated something in me emotionally. That's your dildo. What? A nutcase. You She's are nuts. a nut. God, that's funny. You brought up something that I never thought of. Why doesn't the father of the child go, uh, he's mine now. She's nuts. Yeah, Unless he's a bigger loser or something. After the first murder. Oh, he probably wants her back. He's probably jealous. Better go murder someone so then. so fucking jealous of Koberger. I gotta go murder someone. <laughs> that's the only way you can get her back. Jesus. Ugh. God, the stupidity. All right, so uh, let's do this. Uh, we got to check on this deja vu thing. 
deja vu having the prettiest butthole in Michigan competition. Nice. $1,000 prize, by Good. the way. Yeah, it's worth it. Oh, if you're a VIP card member, you get $10 off admission, which <laughs> I laughed at that, and I thought, no, they probably are actually excited about it. Oh, wow, that's me. <laughs> if you're a VIP card member, you're totally aware of all of this. Wait, so Deja Vu has a frequent customer card? Oh, yeah. VIP I, card. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if you're facing a big financial decision like buying a new home, a new car, or maybe something else, it's important to know how this decision could affect your current and future financial goals. Luke Nowacki and his team at MFC Pinnacle Wealth Strategies can help you plan for all your financial goals today and into the future Call Luke at 248-663-4748 for a complimentary consultation to see if your plan aligns with your goals. Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member FNRSAPC. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned in other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. And NordVPN protects you against bandwidth throttling from Internet service providers where ISPs will slow down your Internet towards the end of your contract to make you upgrade but with NordVPN, you can switch your country IP address to get access to Netflix, Disney+, Plus, etc., and other countries for a lot less. YouTube Premium for less. Unparalleled browsing security and protection from hacking of personal data. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash dams, D-A-M-S, or use the code dams to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free and a bonus gift. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. I was uh, just Googling here about the Deja Vu VIP. Yeah. And I came across a Reddit uh, thread for the state of Michigan in particular, and it starts with, Hey, all I went to Deja Vu last night and obviously lived my best life, but what happens in VIP? I did some Googling, but they're different in every club. Anyone have any insight on VIP? What a polite way to ask. Depends on how much money you have, doesn't it? Yeah. Really? Well, yeah. I used to DJ at the Hamilton-owned club, especially the one that wasn't too far from the Ypsilanti Deja Vu. Right. And I used to get so many guys who would come up to me and say they spent slash wasted a few hundred bucks <laughs> in the VU VIP room only to leave empty, quote, handed. I used to laugh and told them that they, they could have a lot of the girls at the Hamilton clubs for the price of a few drinks and the $10 wristband price to the back room. <laughs> yeah, but doesn't VIP sound better than wristband to the back room? There's another response. Which one'd you go to? The one I've been to in Ipsy, the girls will flat out blow you in the parking lot across the street if you pay them enough. What? Yes. Oh, if you pay them enough. Some you can get their stripper phone numbers to see at your house for an yeah. alcohol when they're off work. This is all alleged, by the way. VIP is just a long lap dance and they're fully nude. The front booths are, they rarely take off their panties unless you're like 10 sons in or if you know them. <laughs> now, wait, so Navu, correct me if I'm wrong. Because they don't serve booze in one section, so they're totally Yeah, they're nude, nude right? Yeah, but in yeah. the other one, if they do serve booze, they can't take their bottoms off, right? I believe that's correct. Now, that makes a lot of sense. and I'm, I'm sure they worked very hard to come up with that excellent I policy. Pretty good loophole to the law. So though. if you've had a couple drinks, you cannot be trusted without a pair of panties <laughs> over a pussy. <laughs> but if you haven't had any drinks, of course, obviously, you respect women. Respect pussy properly. <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> I went to the one in Ipsy. After my lamp dance, she came up to me and asked if I wanted to go to the VIP, and she flashed a pussy. I said no, <laughs> but I've read that the booey in the VIP room will give you a hand job. If I pay them enough, they'll even have sex with you. Next one. Yeah, you like your little stripper whore? You like it? Why not just 
buy a prostitute ahead of time instead of going through the whole ordeal. Because I like the window shop. Yeah, I like, I like the mystery of it. And plus, you know, uh, I win them over. You know, it's almost like you're on a date and, uh, and they're digging like me. Watch a naked woman swing around on a pole. She just can't resist. She decides to give me an HJ. It's got nothing to do with the 300 bucks I gave her. So, uh, I never got blown in the VIP, got my dick rubbed through my pants only. Through they, my pants. <laughs> they only definitely blow like you. People say, oh, yeah, yeah, I got some titty over her sweater. <laughs> Does it count? <laughs> uh, he continues, they definitely will blow you or have sex with you if you pay them enough in the parking lot across the street wow. or to the left. What near is the, the parking lot? Can we go on Google Earth and see what the parking lot yeah, across the street I'm, is? I'm, I'm on it. I've been there. Sounds like a real luxury hangout. <laughs> Um, or to the left near the bus stop. <laughs> like in a blowjob <laughs> near the bus stop. Pretty good getaway. You got to finish before your bus shows here, up. Here, I got a satellite image. So here's the deja vu and okay. get ipsy. It's a big parking and look, lot. Here's that parking oh, lot. Oh, yeah. It's, it's got the trees. Washington it's, Street parking it's lot. It's the train station. Yeah, it's trees, the bus station. There's trees why. all around it, too. So your car, you could park in one of those corners. Yeah, right here. Almost invisible. <laughs> I ain't going yeah. that far. Oh, everybody goes that far corner. You know they do. That's such a long walk. Then it ends, this Reddit thread ends with, thanks for the info. I appreciate it. I'm probably not going to go back for a while. I was just curious. They do run tight security in the deja vus I've noticed. <laughs> Can you imagine the lovemaking that goes on in that far corner of that parking lot? Lovemaking, yeah. How about the cleanup? The uh, Vu in Flint was my very first uh, strip club. Really? Yeah. How much did you spend there? Oh, uh, well, it was my birthday, so I think a lot of my... Friends paid for me, but uh, I don't know, a few hundred dollars. The Vu and Ipsy. Dollars. The Vu and Ipsy does brisk business because if you think about it, you got two big campuses nearby where oh, people yeah. are 21. But and wait, wait, can't you just get hammered on the one side and then go to the other side and then you're then you're around I, nude women with no panties to protect them from your drunkenness? <laughs> you know what? I can't. When I went to the I Vu, can't remember. I don't, they never served booze. Yeah, there. I think they don't serve booze. There wasn't a section where you could get booze. Now, we went to a... Now, the girls uh, would come to you and own. say, do you want to buy me a drink? And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, they still do that fake routine? That's, That's like what happened a, at the L&L, too. Yeah, $20 when, Coca-Cola. When Ursay announced that we were going to a strip club, and, you know, we're like 16. I was like, oh, my God. Attention, attention, we're going to a strip club. Ursay must have some connections at the L&L, too. That's incredible. And we went there with a... Ursay had a giant cooler full of beer. Nice. Giant, full of beer. You could yeah. carry your cooler yeah. of beer into the strip club and drink, even though we were 16. <laughs> a couple guys were 17, and one guy actually drove home to get his, uh, I think it was his paper out money, to oh. go to the champagne room. Cool. <laughs> it was only 35 bucks. It was all tips, right? So he didn't have to claim it or anything. Keep it um, so <laughs> the, you're right, Brandon. The VU is totally nude because they don't serve booze. What I think of, we were in Cleveland for whatever reason. Whoever thought you were they... getting up uh, and 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 packing papers in your wagon to get a blowjob. Blow I know. <laughs> it's my blowjob money. Any guy would do that, though. He but bagged groceries at the Jewel, too. BJ Fund. The Jewel. Oh, then that's... Yeah, they had a Jewel. Jewel Osco. Did he tell everybody there that that's why he was doing it? <laughs> no. Get a blowjob at the l and I don't think he knew that at the time. I'm not sure if he went back or not, but he did get a BJ, and man, he was... I have to admit, he looked so happy coming out of that Look at all VIP the, room. Hey, you put your mind to it, you do a lot of hard work, and you got rewarded. And he drove home to get the money, too. It was a, it was not a short drive. It was like a 30-minute drive at least. Boy, things are so much better today. You would just vent. Someone would just Venmo it, and you would <laughs> Venmo the stripper. That And that place is the only place I've ever seen the ping pong ball trick. Oh, yeah. They were shooting, this girl, Venus, was shooting ping pong balls on 
She was, I'm not kidding, she was making them fly. Is that her birth name, too? Venus. Yes, I'm sure it was. I think they still fly? Yeah, her middle name's Cinnamon. I don't know about that. <laughs> or do they just fall out? But, but Venus uh, immediately sat in, I'm not sure if it was my lap first, I think it was somebody else's lap, and said, hey, would you buy me a drink? And of course, like, well, certainly! <laughs> and so, you know, it's like 11 bucks for a drink or something. This is like 1976. And they bring her a ginger ale. <laughs> Which she drinks, and yeah, you know, and yeah, they drink. And, oh, but, but, you know, we were so excited. I mean, that was fine. That was a pretty good deal. 11 bucks, and Venus sits in your lap. Holy shit. <laughs> and then uh, her, her partner in crime came over, and she was wearing a sundress, and she put it over the head of my friend. <laughs> and I, I think he's still making that puzzled face. He's so confused. I don't think he even kissed a girl. <laughs> Gross. The old LNL too. Classy uh, place. But yeah, we we were just drinking beer out of the cooler. Yeah. It's oh, ridiculous. That's what I was gonna say. The the, the Cleveland strip club is the one where Walters and I went where you walk in and it's just Wait, a, which which club? It's someplace in Cleveland. I'm sure it's not there because the flats. You just drove to Cleveland to go to a strip club? Is I that don't good? Re- I don't remember why. God, I think it was him. I don't know why we were in Cleveland. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but you walk in and it's like this long kind of lobby hallway. You probably heard they were giving HJs in the uh, VIP. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, pretty genius <laughs> setup. So there was just then two rooms. One was the fully nude, no booze allowed, and the other was the booze with panties on. But they had two guys sitting outside the fully nude one with a table where you would set your drink down, go in and come back out and grab it. Yeah, but you're still drink. You're still drunk in the no panties oh, without it's the panty pointless. shield defense. No, it's totally pointless. I mean, how powerful were those panties they were wearing in that place? Well, they're gr- they're grannies. Maybe that was big. a way to like hire. Maybe there were some girls who like I'll strip, but I don't want to be nude, so I'm going to be in the. Oh, it's a way for the club to make a lot of money by selling overpriced alcohol, <laughs> right? But still have nude chicks. I don't, have you Best ever seen, of both worlds. Have you ever seen a stripper dance that you actually like, oh my God, what Stop a great it. dancer. Oh, <laughs> no. I swear to God, I've never, I don't care how many times they climb the pole or how Jen's like, who fucking cares? No, I remember there was always that move. Just stand there. Where they would go up like really, they'd go up really high in the pole and then just come slamming down like on a guy who's laying there for his breath. fucking birthday or bachelor party. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I just always go, God, that would be really painful. I know, that sucks. I had another birthday where I went to a real bad, I don't even know where this was. It was a really terrible strip club. But they got me on stage, and they ripped my shirt off. One beat the hell out of me with her belt, like, really bad. That sucks. And then the other one got, like, in this weird position while I was sitting down on the stage and did the thing where they, like, slammed my head into her butthole. Gross. It wasn't – I didn't find any – pleasure in it at all no, that's did you a, have skid that, marks on your forehead no i had cuts all over my all you had a my unibrow ch- all on my stomach and my chest from this belt that they beat me with i think that's for your buddies that wasn't for you yeah i guess i wanted to see you get beat up by uh, by a chick by a hot chick um I, you know i do appreciate those some strippers they really are it, it's like they're artists when they're dancing and the song it has a lot of meaning, and you can kind of um, you can sort of tell the story that they're telling, the way they dance. <laughs> I still remember I that. I still I... remember the first song I got a lap danced. What was it? It was Deftones, Change in the House of Flies. So sexy. What a great <laughs> sexy song. It's burned in my memory. For some reason, I remember the music they were playing at LNL 2. Because I think the Speedwagon was just becoming oh, a thing. Well, that seems appropriate. Yeah, and they're an Illinois band, too. But I could swear they were playing Speedwagon. But was Speed, did Speedwagon have any releases in 76? Were we riding the storm out yet? 
Let me look it up. I want to say we were. I, th- I want to. I believe we were riding the storm out at that point. <laughs> I can't picture a woman dancing that. Well, I definitely remember people dancing. Time for me to fly, but that had to be that later. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. They had a bunch of albums out. Okay. Yeah, the first one was out in '71. Oh yeah, of course. But yeah, I think because we always think of High Infidelity, you know, that was their big one. Oh, and they got the baseball team loved that fucking horrible record. I you remember I used to do those um, strip club nights in Windsor long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah, when we were at Riff. I used to love it when a uh, girl would be on stage and refuse to dance because she didn't like a song. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not dancing to that. I'm I like, can't oh, dance to that. That's quite the attitude there. So of course the DJ then. It just ended up being a battle between them and the women. I can't make art out of that song. <laughs> oh, my God. How stupid. Well, part of the problem was uh, it was supposed to be, you know, a riff night, a rock and roll night. And they don't want to dance to that. And they wanted to dance to something with a beat. <laughs> like a lot of bass. How stupid. I know. It's like, I don't think the audience really cares. <laughs> People are like, hey, I thought this was a riff night. What the fuck are they playing that for? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, as if they're going to complain. It doesn't rock. So weird. Stevie it's, Wonder on Riff Night? What? Such a different world. <laughs> it is. Which man. clubs did you go to over in Windsor? Because I used to frequent Cheetahs a lot when I was 19. <sighs> I got I It was either Leopards or Cheetahs. I can't remember the difference. It it's was the such one a that was show. kind of far, not right in the main drag area. There was a stretch where my buddies and I would go there because you're 19, you can mm-hmm. drink in Canada. It was great. And they're nude with alcohol. But I got to tell yeah. you, man, every single trip to Windsor the or ballet. Sarnia, <laughs> it turned into, when you're walking back to your car, all you got to do is look left or right and you see so many drunk 19-year-olds just fist fighting. It's the first time, <laughs> it's the first time that these kids can drink, you know, legally yep. and they're just brawling in the Mess. parking lots. I think the rumor was, um, the guy that lost his head in the tunnel was coming back from the ballet, and he was really psyched. He like reached out of the car and went, "Ah!" <laughs> that his head lopped story. off. He was that is back. a true story. Yeah, isn't we it? confirmed yeah. it. We yeah. found the news story. Always thought it was an urban legend. I don't, Mike Clark was convinced it was true. It was. It, it was Can right. you Google it? I no, would just like to hear yeah, about we, it one more I time. Remember, Someone sent the article in. Yeah, somebody sent it to us. Yeah. Windsor Tunnel decapitation. But wait, now was he decapitated by the poles or was he decapitated yeah, by another there was car? A, I think there was a cement pole that came out from the tunnel at one point, and he was just so geeked from the ballet. Here it is, August 8th, 1987. Wow. And, damn it, I'd have to and pay. That would, that's, that's one, that's one funeral death that his parent would be really a I oh mean, they name him first of all you lose your child mm-hmm. and then you have to explain that well he was uh, returning from the ballet it's nude over there so he was out of the country excited. on business is what you think <laughs> was it open casket oh my god it's got his name but it just says yeah, that there was a grizzly sucks in- oh and then being the car behind that car yeah, yeah. grizzly accident oh. in the Windsor and you're coming back from the ballet too so you're psyched when Glenn Prosser 25 of Windsor was decapitated when he leaned out of the driver's window and he hit a pillar the fucking driver and then 10 cars behind is someone very angry because they're backed up in the tunnel they don't care that someone was decapitated because they're coming back from the ballet and need to get home so they can beat off eventually people are so psyched they're playing soccer because they just got back from the ballet and they're all fired up. <laughs> so they're playing soccer with a head and boners? Uh, possible. I Rest in just peace. Saying. Rest in peace. Are these all thing. too soon? It's been 36 years. Too soon. 
No, I mean, that's what I mean. Can you imagine explaining that? No. Uh, family? What do you... No, it's awful. Your uncle died? You can't... What, what happens? Heart attack? Stroke? Well, actually, he was driving back and really fired up about... He was at the ballet. And, and you're driving along. La, la, la. Woo. And the, to think that how fired up the driver must have been to stick his head out like that? Well... I mean, it's pretty dangerous and pumped to start with. It's a good night. Wait, if you're the driver, that seems impossible. You'd have to be in the opposite side of the tunnel, right? Because the, the what do you mean? is no. there stanchion in the middle in yeah. the center? Oh yeah, right when you go oh. right when you go into the tunnel, there's like a bunch of pillars, kind of oh. like this is ridiculous, kind of like the princess. And that's Di- where he was so psyched because he'd just been to the ballet, he just got in the head? tunnel. Exactly. Isn't that how Princess Diana died? She was coming back from the ballet in Paris, yeah, probably. Stuck but it's the real ballet. <laughs> <laughs> but it's similar to that. Remember, you've seen those pictures with all the poles. Yeah. Where's my head? It's a lot like that. Oh, I had I totally pictured a passenger. I don't know why. I, just I don't know. Pictured, yeah. I just yeah. wouldn't well, figure the driver, the driver would stick ma- their head out the window. The driver makes sense uh, from being in the tunnel. Jesus. Wow. Not to abruptly change topics, but do you want to see one of the most ridiculous performances at a football game I've ever seen? Performances? Yes, uh, during the Pro Bowl here. And I, I'm dying to hear the announcement. The, the Pro Bowl today, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, it's going on right now. Let's see. So it's uh, race race murder oh, or whatever. music before the Pro Bowl, right. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing with the Pro Bowl. It's all over the place. They, had, they were just doing flag football or whatever. That's a great game. But what's funny is, first off, there's nobody on the field to see these guys perform. Um, you Mr. mean nobody, Mr. there's nobody in the stands? No, but there's, but you know how they usually will put. Yeah, I see so, some people in the field because I see a lot of people holding their phones out. That's what I was getting to. Please welcome Billboard Music Award winner Ray Schwimmer. Ray who? Ray Schwimmer. I don't know. I think they're related. Remember that Who's group, that dude? Race Murder, Schmurder. But they have all the mascots from the NFL are out there dancing. Oh, cool! And then there's a bunch of kids that are like. Four or five years old on the field to the right there. <laughs> and they're all filming this performance. Okay, what is this song about? What are these four-year-olds hearing? Cuffs with the ice? I ain't got no life. Look at these little kids right there. And right here. Look at those girls. Nobody's into it. Made my own money, so I spent it. Oh, they bleeped it. They so they're swearing. Uh, of course. <laughs> Look how confused this family is right here. <laughs> There's like a two-year-old who just probably learned to walk who's standing there. <laughs> and dad is so lost. But what, what's funny is um, one of those kids on the side here hands this dude his phone, and he's just filming himself while he's rapping on the stage. (laughs) What is this garbage? Take the two cents, take your own advice. I live life like I live twice. And I do love that one of the guys is wearing shoulder pads while rapping. (laughs) See the 49er mascot? Pockets too tight, just like a speedo. I don't think I need to record that. <laughs> well, the only reason to record it is to show how close you are to the performer, because there's nobody else out there. 
Who is the performer again? Ray Schmurda. Even the players are laughing at how ridiculous it is. Never heard of him. Hey, is uh, is spreading your cheeks allowed at a um, (laughs) prettiest butthole contest? I think it's demanded because you have to see the actual honest. It's a dangerous game. You want to try deja vu in Lansing? Anus. Yeah, we can try them. Questions? I'm not 100% sure if anybody's going to pick up because they don't open for a couple hours. So we're Somebody's s- got to set the chairs up. And right, right, right. Worst case mop scenario. Mop everything down. Well, okay. Also got to set the uh, get the music ready because you know everybody's got their own songs that they prefer. <laughs> play the wrong songs and get people pissed. <laughs> Is there a song about a butthole? Sure, Matt Farley's got one. Oh, I didn't even think of looking him up. Uh, he's not gonna have a butthole song. No, he's clean. He's got a song about everything. Um, oh boy, no, he does not have a butthole song. But he is. Hey, Lansing, how may I help you? Hi, this is the uh, Drew and Mike show. We were calling about the uh, prettiest butthole contest. Uh, yes, yes, Wh- that when- is on May twentieth. May twentieth. Okay, and uh, what's the grand prize? The grand prize? Yeah. That is $1,000 in cash. Ooh, wow. And is there runner-up money? Uh, one second. Is there runner-up money? Uh, I think the 1000 is divided up between all of the sizes. Oh, okay. So it's probably more than likely going to be 500 first place, 300 second. Oh, it's total prize money. Yeah, I like that they're fleshing okay. it out before it happens. Yeah, that's a little... It is uh, quite a few months out, so all the details aren't worked out yet, sure. but we believe it is 500 uh, first prize winner, okay. 300 second prize, and then 200 last prize. Okay, are, just... are there judges, or is it based on crowd response? Well, they're fleshing it out. Um, it there are like... judges. Oh. There are judges. Um, two of them, I believe, are already picked out. Ooh. Uh, the other ones, I think they'll pick from the crowd that night. Oh wow! <laughs> and, um, now, if you if you have, uh, a... I have no idea if crowd response would play a part in all that though. Would well, a it v- always does. Would a way. VIP card member have a better chance at being a judge? Because um, I know a lot of guys that have VIP cards. Um, I I cannot confirm or deny if a VIP card member would be uh, more. Uh, Better okay. chosen to be a judge. It won't hurt but your VIP chances. VIP card members get ten percent off admission that go. night. Is go. um now or ten dollars off admission. Do uh, if, I assume for a butthole, this has got to be nude, right? It's not going to be. There's not many thongs on these people. Yeah, so we're an all new club, uh, anyways. So sweet, it, it, it's all all right. Okay. It, do you know? Have you guys discussed, or maybe you should discuss? Uh, is cheek spreading allowed? Um, I do not know. How about Sorry, ble- bleaching is surely legal, right? I mean, there's nothing wrong with bleaching. I think it's encouraged. Can you repeat that, please? Bleaching the anus. That's not, there's nothing wrong. That's not going to disqualify somebody, is it? Uh, so, um, it really doesn't matter. Uh, anyone can join men, women, um, wait, uh, wait, wait, it's wait. just you show up as you men. show up however men. you want and, uh, well, you know, maybe you'll win, maybe you won't. Wait, there's a men's category too? Uh, there's not a male category. Oh, it's just okay. an all-around uh, thing. Okay. Oh, don't let, so don't don't let any jokes. Yeah, 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 no guys. Yeah. They, they should get booed off the yeah. stage. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. I hope yeah. that doesn't happen. They may, they, may do, they, they may get booed off the stage, but uh, because of discrimination laws, it's, it's both. <laughs> it's both okay, wow. make them all go first. 
They got to toe the line. Get them yeah, out of that, the way. That's you know to think that a, a law like that would cause something like a yeah. prettiest butthole contest yeah. to have to force themselves to compromise the rules and the event over a silly that's law. That's things. crazy, isn't it? I think I saw his butthole. I think it's crazy. Uh, I wouldn't know. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, so, no, you're right. That's a good answer. It is just how it is, I suppose. So, uh, how how long do you think it'll take you? When do you think you'll have it fully fleshed out? Because uh, we know some people who are interested in competing, um, but I know you are working on the rules now, and I respect that. You think it might take a couple more months? Um, so it, uh, I would check back at least like next month. I, I feel like they would have um, their rules all set up and their okay. criteria. A lot of people ask are calling up asking what the criteria they're going to judge on is. Uh, we wouldn't know yet. Okay. Uh, they haven't really figured that out yet. But, um, yeah, next month would probably be a good time. Has there been a lot of interest in it? Do you get a lot of uh, media requests and calls and stuff like that? Uh, yes, we have gotten a lot of calls. Um, yesterday I got calls almost back-to-back for hours on oh, end. Oh, wow. See, wow. it's good, though. It gets the word out there. Yeah, I, I, I saw Brilliant. it. Yeah, any publicity is good publicity. Yep. Yeah, I think international. I, I would be surprised if you don't get some international interest, because this is the first prettiest butthole contest I've ever heard of. Now, have you guys ever held one before? Um, I would not know, but uh, we uh, do special events all the time. I see. But never never a prettiest butthole contest, have you? Not that I know of, no. Wow. That's somebody's really using their noggin over there. Would you say buttholes are like snowflakes? Like they're all kind of different but similar? Um and all beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's that's a good analogy. Yeah, feel free to use that, yeah. by the way, if you need it for your publicity. Um, anyway, thanks for thanks yeah. for the help, and uh, we'll call back when you get more uh, of the information fleshed out. Yep, y'all have a nice day. Thank okay, you. you too. He's great. We'll see you. I like him. And that's uh, you got did you hang up? Yeah, he's gone. That's Deja Vu Lansing, and an unidentified gentleman there. He was great. Yeah, he, was. Have, uh, he can actually kiss you with his butthole. That's hilarious. <laughs> Announce the contest. They have no idea how the prize money is distributed. Yeah, no idea how the contest even works, but except for the fact that guys have to be allowed. <laughs> Can't they do better than a total of $1,000 in prize money split up? That's kind of bogue. And who are the say a thousand dollars? I'm assuming the best butthole gets a thousand bucks. Yeah, but you do get that. You get to get the crown. Oh, I wonder if they get a trophy. <laughs> like that, that's the shape of a starfish. It's a balloon. Cool. Not. It's a sharp starfish. Yeah. He yeah. says, wrecked him, damn near killed him. You get to put it on your resume. I'm known as Butthole Girl. <laughs> that's right. Butthole Who is Butthole? I don't remember. Who was she? She was, That's a real. Uh, is that a picture that got around on the internet? Yeah. Butthole Girl. It got leaked or I, I can't from? remember. What are you talking about? This oh, drop. Oh, I I'm know. known as Butthole Girl. The most hated guy on the internet or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. What a dick. I'm known as... I will spank my butthole a little bit. She's known as Butthole Girl? Yeah. Why? Because that most hated man on the internet apparently had put her butthole picture out there. And then people wanted to see things go in it. and yeah. You don't, you don't remember that she, documentary? And then she complied. That asshole. Oh. God, I was watching True Crime yesterday. And there was a story, let's see, how did this, I can't even remember how the crime occurred, but at the beginning of the, oh, I know what it was. It was actually was an intervention episode, and this girl had become 
just completely zoned out on heroin and meth. She would use meth and stay up for days, and then she would use heroin to come down. But it sounded like she did heroin all the time, but she did meth and would go on these benders. And, and so anyway. And she needed to get stuff done. <laughs> probably. So, they, you know, they go back to their childhood, like, what set them off? And I got to say, it's incredible. It's, it, if you read enough about what's going on in the world, you will start to believe that every female in the world has been molested sure. at some point at age 6, 8, 10, what have you. But Everyone this girl has, yeah. was not molested. She started flipping out when she had sex with her boyfriend. She was 16 and he videotaped it without her knowing and then showed the tape to everyone at school. Oh so, of course, she was like, slut, yeah. you whore. But uh, it was like, wow, that was, and this is an old episode. This is like 2005 or something. Yeah. I'm like, God, I, I wonder how many people this happens to. It must happen all the fucking time. Yeah. Right. And when Antonio Brown does it, nobody, I mean, you can yeah. do it, put it on, on social media and nobody even bothers you. Well, Antonio Brown has CTE now from one hit. Yeah, in fact, he so blamed he it. Didn't he blame it on the wrong guy? Yeah, he's supposed to blame it on Vontae hey, Burfecht. Hey, he's got CTE. Sometimes he forgets things like that. And this is no going to be him. This is him using sympathy, right? Or trying to gain sympathy. Instead, he blames he it puts, on James Harrison. He puts a video of him having sex with his with his baby mama online, and there's not even an investigation. No one even cares. James Harrison's fault. <laughs> they should investigate James Harrison. Wow. The other guy using excuses is that Army Hammer dude who's finally broken his silence after... Yeah, he was molested by a pastor. Exactly, yeah. Which, okay. um, yeah, I, I don't know why... I don't know Because I, I got the impression nobody was very impressed by that, but I don't, why doesn't that matter? Why does it matter in his case? If you read that article, everything seems like just an excuse, or everything's fine, I didn't do this. I don't know, it's really kind of odd. Well, I, I had mixed feelings about it because, you know, in the end... The LAPD says it's not a strong case. Yeah. As no, far as not. him breaking a, the law. It's just a creep more than anything. It's not a strong case. And You're talking about the rape, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Because yeah. this girl claims she was raped. Uh, oh, he's he, really canceled because of the whole cannibal thing. Which was a joke. Total he did joke. not want to no. eat that girl's kidney not. or her arm or whatever. That, that was him fucking around. Yeah. I, I don't think he really wants to eat human beings. You but, never know. But he did have some pretty wild fantasy BDSM type things that he says were all consensual, all fleshed out ahead of time, and all mutually agreed upon. And there was one... That takes the romance out of it. The, the one girl that claimed she was raped for four hours, he has, and I know all these guys say this, and this is the danger in it, is when you do something this fucking crazy, somebody may not feel right about it afterwards or during it. They may not like it. It was something where he well, supposedly met her at, at Starbucks, and he followed her home, and he broke into her house, and then they, you know, they had sex for a long time, and he tied her up. And there's text messages that, you know, yeah, correspond creepy. to this. And the same girl was texting him saying she wanted to do something crazy. And he's like, "No, I'm really not. You know, I'm I'm kind of done with you." I don't really have any interest in this anymore. I'm done with you. Yeah. And and so uh, that's that's kind of what he acknowledges is that, yeah, I was an asshole that, um, let's see, he said all his sexual encounters were consensual and agreed upon in advance, but he did say I was selfish. I used people to make myself feel better, and then when I was done with them, I discarded them. Yeah. So he did. he treated people incredibly poorly, which people do all the time in relationships. 
I mean, how many abusive relationships are there? It's, it seems like every relationship has someone abusive in it. Yeah, but just because they regret it afterwards, that doesn't make it illegal. But, you know, there's a difference between while you're in it, while you're in the act versus afterwards. Well, because he dumped them. Oh, I know. And it he doesn't dumped mean them. it was illegal. It sounds to me like he, you know, has this really wild, bizarro uh, menu of items on the sec- in their sex life that, you know, he says, uh, you know, they're wild emotions and the sex is wild. And all of a sudden he just goes, you know, I'm done. See ya. Yeah. And, of course, the people are really upset because they're also a lot younger than him, yeah. which he points out is that, um, he liked much younger women. He liked doing whatever he could do with them, and they would agree with it beforehand. And then he would just go, you know, fuck you. I'm moving on, bitch. Because of the, it's the youth pastor's fault. Yeah, because the youth pastor put him in a position where he had no control. Because this youth pastor was he implying the youth pastor had BDSM sex in some way with him? He said that it was, you know, sexuality was introduced to me in a scary way where I had no control. My interest then went to, I want to have control of the situation sexually. Yeah, he wanted to be like the pastor. Mm -hmm. Except actually he claims that he had consent when he did this. Which the pastor didn't, so. Yeah, this is a bit. It's kind of a rambling interview. It's weird. One of these. uh, Why why now, by the way? Why didn't he come out earlier? Everyone's forgotten about him. Well, he's probably waiting for people to kind of get over the salaciousness of it. Yeah, that and he wants to make a comeback eventually. Yeah, he totally wants a comeback, and he says, uh, hey, I deserve a comeback just like Robert Downey Jr. did. I mean, he got fucked up. But that Mandela effect kicks in where all people think is like, he ate somebody or whatever, you know, instead of getting ahead of it. That's just the salacious bullshit. I know, but that's how people think. Yeah, I was an asshole, but I'm great now, and I want my life back. Yeah. Uh, he also. I, just, I thought there would have been a stronger denial earlier on, but he also said that he attempted suicide in the Cayman Islands, which uh, I want a forensic accountant because he said he swam out as far as possible so that he couldn't get back in, and he drowned, and then he got way out there, and he remembered that his he had kids on shore, and it what? wouldn't be fair to them, so he swam back in. That's not a not a big suicide attempt, in my opinion. I guess it counts. Did he, did he videotape it? Do we have a tape of him so we can see how far he swam out? Maybe the kids did. He was yeah, exhausted he, when he got in? What if he didn't swim very far at all? Like, oh, yeah, this is enough. I really question how far he swam. No, the whole thing just seemed to be an excuse uh, uh, Well, you know, for why, for why he ate people or he, wanted to eat people. He also did not tell us if indeed he was selling timeshares in oh, the he, Cayman Oh, he's Island. admitted that. that oh, yes. uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty major punishment that he was reduced to selling timeshares. Wonder if he was really good at it though. Maybe he sold a bunch. But his family was very wealthy. They are, yes. I was one million percent emotionally abusive one, to much younger women. So percent. you know, you got a guy who's like, you know, twenty nine, thirty years old, and he's dating nineteen, eighteen, twenty year olds. Famous. Yeah. And he treats them like complete shit. Yeah. And they're probably just fans. Yeah. Who are so, oh my God, Army Hammer wants me. And they're probably really, really hot. And then he treats them like complete shit. And it seems like, isn't there, a, doesn't this happen with a lot of these guys? Except yeah. you notice that there's some guys who always have to date the super young girls. And it seems like in many of those cases, Marilyn Manson, the person is of legal age, but they really didn't like it. They thought the whole relationship was kind of bullshit, and they were treated pretty badly. Seems like Army Hammer is a bad breaker upper. Yeah, well, so is and so the hell hath no fury effect. 
Yeah, I think that's what happens with a lot of these people is they also get a little older and they go, hey, I was just some dumb fuck. I was 19. I just thought, oh, my God, Army Hammer's in love with me. And he wasn't in love with me. And he just fucking used me for some really good sex. It's another great Seinfeld episode, by the way. The bad breaker upper guy that Elaine dates. I don't remember that. She's on dinner with him and someone comes up and throws wine in his face. But he seems like a really nice guy. And then they end up breaking up. He goes, no, that's fine. It's okay. Big head. Calls her big head. And she laughs it off like, that's the best you got. And then, of course, everything that happens later is about how she has a giant head. (laughs) So now she knows why all these women hate this guy because he's not good at breaking up. It's a great episode. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Fucking show is the best. Yeah, I, you know, and I read about how, oh, boy, that show just couldn't happen now. <laughs> I, I remembered it a lot differently now that I've gone back and rewatched everything like 30 times. It's, it's, way, it's way edgier than anything that's on TV now. We watched people watching it who were in their yeah. 20s, and some of them were just really upset by it. I'm like, what's wrong with you? I, tell you, I watched over uh, last night and Friday night, I watched um, Goldfinger. Because I haven't seen Goldfinger in fucking three decades, right? You know, James Bond. Yeah. And first off, movie uh, does not hold up to the test of time. It's so ridiculous. The acting's terrible. It's pretty ancient. Yeah. But uh, it's really funny to see what a ladies' man Bond used to be. I love God. I mean, right, right, right in the beginning, you know, that's the Pussy Galore movie, first of all. Well, she, when, he, when she introduces himself. How did they get that by? Doesn't that seem amazing <laughs> that someone's name was Pussy Galore? In- that was the name in the book, though, right? So it's okay. But there's, uh, there's a scene in the beginning where he's, you know, on vacation or whatever in Miami and his... Um, spy buddy comes up and he dismisses this girl smacks her on the ass I'm like yeah boy to go bond it's just a ladies man and then and then uh it was pretty common actually and then he's driving he's following goldfinger yeah, move along honey <laughs> pussy galore comes up behind him and honks and then passes him and tries to shoot him or whatever but as she passes him he sees this really hot chick in this car and he, and he starts following her and he goes Come on, Bond, focus on work. <laughs> what? I don't remember that at all. It, it was James Bond. And another time, uh, well, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's just, it was funny re-watching that movie. It's still, it's so ridiculous now. And then I started watching Skyfall after it, which that opening scene is so badass. The chase, It is know. badass. Yeah, no, it's, it's like, so badass. Wow, this uh, movie series has come a long way, and I feel like it's going the wrong way now with, with the most recent one, which Ugh. is garbage. Well, now we have a female Bond. Because yeah. got to have a female Bond. Can't, ha- can't always be a guy. Sure. Because nothing can always be a guy. Nothing. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Not even the JCs or the American Legion. I mean, nothing. No country clubs. No, nothing can be all guys. Although there is, there is a scene in that very opening scene of Skyfall where um, the woman's driving and, and Daniel Craig Bond is sitting in the passenger seat. And he commandeers the wheel to take out the bad guy. I'm like, oh, there's Bond mansplaining. He's man driving. People can find anything they want about something and read it the wrong way. I swear, I I see the term mansplaining used so often. And so many times I go, but he is explaining something to her. Of course, yeah. Just because he's a man doesn't mean that he's mansplaining. And a lot of times the person doesn't know what he's explaining either. So isn't he just explaining something? Some people would say woman-splaining is a thing, too. (laughs) (laughs) Where it goes on and on and on. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, and woman-splaining the same thing over and over and over and over and over. No, we call that nagging. No, (laughs) Jesus Christ. 
Well, I was God. having a, I was having some fun on so Twitter exhausting. over the weekend uh, with a number of things. Of course, uh, uh, DabbleCon was going on. Yeah. In Rochester, Carl was hosting DabbleCon, so there were a lot of uh, stuttering John moments or related items that were coming across Twitter, so I was checking up on that. And Did you check into much of that, Brandon? I was following along with a lot of the clips that were posted. I, you know, I, I think that the episodes, the live episodes, have already dropped, the ones where they... Uh... Yeah, Carl's got a brand new episode. I was listening to it before we started. It was a great episode, too, really funny. And they had the... I was watching clips of the Dabby Awards, and that was pretty <laughs> funny because they had... They had trophies. They had actual uh, yeah. <laughs> what was the trophy? For the winners. What did it look like? Oh, it's coarse lights cans stacked on top of each other because that's what stuttering John Melendez would have wanted. What was the one where he had the spittle on his lip? That was Ugh. the worst. Um... <laughs> that was a, that was a category, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a category. It was like the worst uh, bodily fluid. Um... Yeah, he's known. John is known to drool during his shows, and so I think they collected. Uh, Several of them, and they awarded a winner. But when they're going through the nominations, I mean, you can hear the room just exploding with laughter. <laughs> the best, uh, what was the best, screen freeze? <laughs> Those were great, too. I mean, it was looked to me like it was a pretty big success. Yeah, despite the tundra of Rochester, coldest weekend of the year. Oh, was it really that cold? Oh, God, this past well, That's weekend. why Chad Zumach wouldn't go, because it was... Yeah, it was sure. too cold. I'm sure, that's why nobody go to Rochester. Yeah, uh, he was guys, he was a naysayer. In fact, he <laughs> he, could have done he does his show a lot of goodwill if he would have shown up. Oh yeah, he? yeah. John too. Chad, let's see. The Reverend Bob Levy was part of the event, mm -hmm. and he does a show, Misery Loves Company, with Kevin Brennan, who did some Saturday Night Live. He was did, used to do a character with Colin Quinn when Colin Quinn did Weekend Update. And he was a writer on the show for a couple of years. And so Kevin uh, now does stand-up, and he's got a club, too, with Bob. And they do a show called Misery Loves Company. And Chad Zumach is on the show. They're friends. So Chad posted some obnoxious... Uh, he had some obnoxious post of a picture where I think Dr. Steve had said, Hey, it's a great crowd. It's like standing room only here. So... Of course, Chad explodes one corner where there's a few empty seats and says, uh, you know, uh, doesn't look like standing only to me or something like that. And and proceeds to uh, rip on Bob Levy, who he does a show with, yes. saying, saying, boy, $400 and you got to fly there. Sounds like a, you know, well, what a great moneymaker that is. And so uh, the Reverend Bob Levy <laughs> said something like, um, wait, that's more than you make in a year or something like that. And had another picture of a pretty good crowd, and Zumach blocked him. Yeah, he blocked oh, him pussy. for responding. They're on the same show together. Yeah, and they're on the, exactly. It's like Who if blocks? I were to block Mark. Right, on exactly. <laughs> it was just, it, it was actually. There's a good shot. Yeah, there's lots a good, of it's people. It's a good there. crowd. Yes, and some in many big events. Laughs. It was a whole weekend thing. This wasn't just a one night off thing. It was. <laughs> it was Friday, it was, it was whole Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Which brings me to another exciting weekend. If DabbleCon wasn't enough for you, or you feel like you really missed out, you might want to spend the weekend with Gene Simmons. Um, I just saw this picture of a plate. Gene texted it out, and it says, I ate dinner with, and then it's got Gene's signature. Oh, cool. Dinner plate. Does he provide that to anyone he eats with? Yeah. Oh, and fun. I thought I thought it was just dinner with Gene Simmons. And it says, 
an evening with Gene Simmons. Oh, it's a whole evening. You get to keep the plate, which is signed, I ate dinner with Gene Simmons, May 7, <laughs> 2023. And then it goes on to say that there's stories behind his memorabilia, which a select few may be the recipient of, depending on how generous Gene is yeah, feeling. Right. And, then, uh, and then it's like, whoa, wait, wait, wait. Spend the day with Gene Simmons. In fact, it's spend the weekend with Gene Simmons. And uh, I have to. <laughs> he presents you. Uh, well, you don't have to. It's a, there's a For deal dinner. involved. Yeah, okay. He presents you with personally selected items from his collection. Everyone gets a goodie bag. But not from the panty room. Nothing from the panty room, but there are selected things from my collection, which is gigantic. So many kiss memories. <laughs> so you get, uh, you, everybody gets a bag of kiss crap. Everyone <laughs> kiss gets a bag crap. of some kind of kiss crap. <laughs> and then you can bring two things from your pile of kiss shit, which he will sign. Oh. He'll sign two of your personal items and take a picture with him. And... Um, also, first dibs on buying shit he doesn't give you. <laughs> That's what it's really about. So what, um, is it, what does it cost to have this whole week? Well, hold you? on. Oh, okay. I'm not done. Wow. Day two, uh, I have reserved the Voodoo Steakhouse and a celebrity chef on the top level of the Rio Hotel and Casino. Okay. That's nice. And <laughs> I was imagining, too, by the way, you will receive a wristband which prevents you from being able to gamble any of your hard-earned money away at the Rio Casino because you may need it to buy kiss crap. Ace and Peter blew millions gambling, drinking, and drugging, which is why Paul Stanley and I have all the good kiss shit. We paid Ace and Peter two eight balls for all their equipment, backstage passes, etc. at 3 a.m. on a very desperate occasion when they needed drugs and alcohol. So he's got, he and Peter, he and Paul have all the good kiss shit. So anyway, um, first to buy tickets is the first to pick your goodie bag. Minimum deposit, $2,500. The price for this insane two-day extravaganza with me, Gene Simmons. Did I mention that I, the, I ate dinner with Gene Simmons laminates? Oh, no. If I mention that. Laminate okay, too, okay, I digress. $4,995. Which is less than five grand for an unforgettable weekend with Gene Simmons, $4,995. And what you get is stories, and then your goodie bag of kiss crap, your two kiss crap items signed that you bring, a selfie, and then the second day you have dinner on the, uh, the incredible top level of the Rio Hotel and Casino with the celebrity chef. Yeah. And then you get your bag of kiss shit. Oh, unforgettable weekend, though. Yeah, and you get to keep your plate that says you ate with Gene Simmons. Well, you could sell that plate to offset some of the cost <laughs> if you really wanted to. <laughs> Limited edition. They should tattoo you so you can't gamble away <laughs> your money. Well, is booze served at this dinner? I'm sure it is. I, you know, Of course, I, I would never waste my life on drugs and alcohol the way Peter and Ace did. But uh, you are welcome to drink if you would like to waste your life. What if somebody gets just really hammered and becomes a major distraction? Oh boy, I don't know how Gene would handle that. That would be could get very out. ugly. Never kicked out. But four thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars plus you have to get to Vegas. You got to rent rooms. That's an expensive hey, weekend. Hey, I'm l- I'm looking on the site now. It's actually for you and a guest, so you get a plus one with. Oh, that's that. right. That's yeah, nice. so it's getting better. Yeah, so it's like twenty four hundred nine hundred ninety seven fifty. But you got to find somebody who wants a bag of kiss crap as well. Here's the I thing: don't know do you get, get two kiss... bags? Do you get two I, bags of kiss crap, or do you have I to don't split think so. it? I think you get one bag of kiss crap. Please tell me you get two plates. Yeah, I think you get two plates because you, okay. yeah, you got to eat on something. <laughs> well, but, you know, at, at least, least one one of a kind item. 
<laughs> Any examples? What are they? Uh, the two items shown here, an original negative Kiss Dynasty shoot auction sleeve is 3 by 10 Negative is, well, I can't read Eight that. By 10. Oh, original one proof with handwritten corrections from Gene of the book, Kiss and Makeup. <laughs> One personally worn item of clothing. Ugh, no thanks. This is one of Gene's scoffs. No thanks. <laughs> old clothes. Oh my God. crew and media passes and a nice assortment is, of other items. This is his version of a garage sale. <laughs> is there any? <laughs> Instead of just throwing the shit out. It comes yeah. with a certificate of authenticity from Gene Simmons. Would you pay that much if it was McCartney? No, I would not. You would never do it, and I would never do it. Oh, yeah, sure. That's Spend thing. Nobody the day would do it. with Gene Simmons. This up-close and intimate experience will take place in a private event Spend. room at the Rio Hotel and Casino. It's not really spending the day. Gene will take the stage and share stories about items he's passing on to you, the fans. Gene will present you with personally selected items from his collection, example below. You will see your package before the event day. Gene will sign two of your personal items. You'll get photos with Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons Band, oh, Gene Simmons Band oh. will perform a short set. <laughs> exclamation point. Why is it exclamation point? Then you'll get first dibs, never before offered to the public, on purchasing other items owned by Gene Simmons, oh, plus the Ace and Peter shit I got with an eight ball. <laughs> For an eight ball. Oh, they are a unique band, I'll tell you that much. Boy, that's a, that's a nice view. That's a beautiful place to eat dinner. But oh, the food's good. Remember when he was doing? Wait, or swap items for, or swap items for a base starting at sixty five hundred. Oh wow, <laughs> classic Axel Punisher base. Click See here, here for, the base for other base options. <laughs> so Gene just go buy a thousand crappy bass guitars, so he can have an upcharge of fifteen hundred dollars. Oh my god! In, in a way, don't you admire how they get money out of people? Oh, out of it's their incredible! Fans? Remember when he was delivering that box set? He would just show up yeah. in person yeah, and deliver cool. it to your house. Yeah. Wonder how many people did that? I don't know, but you can also get a legendary stage torched fire sword. This Wait. sword is twelve thousand five hundred dollars. A kiss sword? Yes, it's you the can, sword. You can get a kiss sword. <laughs> Only one sword available per show because that's all I have. <laughs> There's the GS Backstage M&G Vampire Base Package for $74.95 or the Stage Plate Experience for $14,995. Mm. That's a lot of money. <laughs> There's probably no way to find out how many people have bought this. No, I kind of want to send... So should we do a GoFundMe and send somebody? <laughs> Wait, who's that guy, that local guy that we talked to that had all the Kiss stuff? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we should send him. He's got the whole room of Kiss memorabilia. That oh reminds God. me. There, did you see the story that there's GoFundMes to buy tickets to see Beyonce? What? Yeah, because you know she announced that big fucking tour. Yeah. So why would there be a GoFundMe? Fans have because started. Because people don't have the money to go, so yeah. they start GoFundMes. Yep. So why would someone buy strangers tickets to see Beyonce? Because they want to see her. Why wouldn't they? Here's one girl here. She's got, got a $2,000 goal. She's raised, raised 60 no, bucks. No, but so I mean, far. why would someone well, buy a stranger tickets to see Beyonce? Because one fan wrote in her GoFundMe, this is the only life experience I care about living before I die. Then, I'll get these front row tickets either way, but this way is safer than selling wait, my- front row tickets? I'm not contributing to a gun GoFundMe where they demand front row tickets. If you don't, this person claims they're going to sell their kidney on the black market. 
<laughs> I want to I want to reply and go, I'll buy your kidney. I'll just buy your kidney. I don't want to donate. Let me see how that works. Another fan said, listen, I would love your financial support in sending me to the Beyonce tour. Uh, 2023. I haven't missed a Beyonce concert yet, but I got bills, 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 which is <laughs> Destiny's Child song. To which I say, if you haven't missed a concert yet, sounds, I think you can miss one. It sounds like if this is so important to you, the girl with the two thousand dollar yeah. wait cost two thousand dollars for a ticket. I oh, I'm is that sure for a pair of? I'm sure, there's tears too. Two thousand bucks. For any old GoFundMe fan to just get in the house? Seems like a lot of money. Oh, I'm sure. Well, maybe she wants to, maybe, it's, maybe there's some traveling money involved. Oh, and maybe they need to be in the on the main floor in yeah. the first day. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to raise money, you, you got to have it for front row tickets, right? So are people giving money to these GoFundMes? Well, 60 bucks. I mean, I don't, I don't know if any have gone through. Are there a lot of them, Brandon? Um, I'm seeing a couple of them. How annoying, though. $60, 60 <laughs> <so> fucking insulting. <laughs> and how do you know they're going to use the money for Brit- for uh, for Beyonce a, tickets? Yeah, yeah they better. It sounds like a good bullshit They better story. provide proof. I love the threat that you're going to sell your kidney. Then just do that. Stop yeah. wasting our time. No problem Go with that. Go sell your kidney, quote unquote, on the black market. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. How much do tickets cost this thing? I'm sure there are a lot. I mean, she made $35 million for doing her show in... Uh, oh, in Dubai? Dubai? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I'm sure there's multiple tiers, too. I don't want to hear any shit about anybody playing somewhere they shouldn't be playing, by the way. Because if anyone doesn't need the money, it's Beyonce. This guy's raised $380 so far for his Beyonce renaissance. Some dude? This girl has raised 140. This girl 60. All right, the one that's the highest, that 380 guy. Can we see what his pitch is? Why he needs the tickets? Hello, I'm Jamal, and yes, this is serious. Oh, it's that the, serious. The black market gets the kidney guy. Oh, yep, that's the same one you. And he's said. raised his money. He only wanted 380 or 300 bucks, and he got his 380. He reached his goal. So, creep. so he can get a ticket for 300 bucks. Yeah, and that's his picture. Yeah. yeah. Well, that suit sure looks expensive. Yeah, so you're now, this girl's for... looking for 1400 Help me get Beyonce tickets. My name is April. I'm dying to see Beyonce in Wait, August. but that guy can get in for 300 and she can't get in for less than 1400 Well, if you want to have basic seats. Well, I work a minimal... <laughs> I, I work a job with minimal pay, and I can't afford tickets unless I skip rent and my car payment. And if I do that, I won't have a place to get dressed or ride or even to get there. <laughs> Wait, she Great also argument. Says, she says it's her dying wish. Is she medically compromised? No, it's just her dying wish. If this helps, my ankles are swollen and my feet hurt like crazy, but I still have to go to work every day so yeah, I can like support myself and my else. family. But now I need something nice done for me. Just Wait, she's got a family dollar. and she's going to raise $1,400. She can barely pay her bills and she's going to blow 1400 <laughs> Beyonce <laughs> tickets. Hey, hey, you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. <laughs> Let's see another one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's see. This is Ashley St. Hilaire. She needs two thousand. She's hot. Couldn't she? Couldn't she have sex with someone for two thousand? What? Hello, my fellow Beyonce Beyonce. family and friends. Listen, that's a a she could get someone to take her. I I mean, she's hot enough that someone would. I would love to go with that guy. Financial support in sending me to the Beyonce World Tour in twenty twenty three. I haven't missed a Beyonce concert yet, and I got bills. bills, bills. So this is another one. Yeah, that like they took them all, and she. She financial, incorporates like 15 song titles. And financial this. contribution will go towards my Renaissance ticket, travel, and wardrobe. <laughs> she has, we have to buy her a wardrobe? Yes. 
Well, you don't want her going looking like a loser. I loved one of the donations show. is obviously from a family member because she's got the same awkward last name. <laughs> Just ask your family for I one. will be forever grateful for any contributions. Okay, next. <laughs> By the way, great picture of her tits there. Yeah. Uh, the background was quite odd, though, right? She was standing in front of a construction workplace, but she didn't look like she was working there. She was featuring her breasts quite prominently in that picture. Yeah. So this, okay, this one, is Mac Daddy? Yeah, help Mac Daddy see Beyonce. This is from Michaela. Is that a dude? No, it's oh. Michaela Bailey, I think. Hmm. Hello, my name is Michaela. If you know me at all, you know that Beyonce is my favorite artist of all time. She's been an inspiration to me for decades. And on the dawn of Black History Month in 2023, <laughs> she has announced her Renaissance World Tour. I remember being a young girl in the car on a family road trip, just playing nothing but the Destiny's Child Greatest Hits CD. I remember the first time I heard Crazy in Love and being in awe of the power she possessed and knowing all I wanted to do was to emulate that same energy. It almost felt like I was growing alongside her career. I've always felt a cosmic connection Wait, to pause her. for one second. Jesus, man. It doesn't seem that she's emulating that same energy if she can't <laughs> come up with $500, and yet she's been emulating this energy for since Destiny's Child? That's almost yeah. 20 years. This GoFundMe is being created for the purpose of helping me get as close to Beyonce as Yikes. possible for this tour. Not only is she coming to my city, but she's coming the day before my birthday. Oh my God, it's her birthday! Oh, well then, come on. Mazel contribute. Case, case closed. It's her birthday. Guys, as a fellow Virgo queen, I cannot help <laughs> but feel that cosmic connection is being honored by the powers that be. <laughs> we all know the state of the economy, <laughs> and we all know the evils of Ticketmaster, so I'm looking for whatever help I can get. The current price for tickets is unknown and will change drastically if I'm unable to get pre-sale tickets. I'm not looking for anyone to cover the whole cost. Just looking for whatever <laughs> help anyone's willing to give me. If I have enriched your life in any meaningful way... What? Well, she has. She has with this comedy. If I've ever been there for you, if you just to show, want to show me some love, this would be a great way to do so. And then there's an edit. P.S. I fought the urge to do this for fear of judgment and because I'm sure many people will find this silly... But this album means so much to me. She means so much to me. And I'm just trying to make my dreams come true. Please do not judge. Just donate if you think. Don't donate this, if don't you donate. think this is insane. It's insane. She's raised $275. It looks like most people have chosen to not donate. Yeah, why? And why write so much? Just say. I really wanted to see her really bad. <laughs> I really wanted to see her really bad. Is there another one? Uh, yeah, there's, there's tons so of many them. of them. See, can, Nadia, I, 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 don't you want to take like... Um, I think I might donate to the best one. Don't you want to take a generic one, though, and copy it verbatim for the Gene Simmons event and see if that gets any traction? Hmm. But apparently, because it's Beyonce, you're never allowed to question anything. This one's a $2,000 goal. She's raised $185. This is Nadia Johnson-Riley. She says, hey, Pookies, now listen... I know what you're saying. Ain't nobody about to give me $2,000 see Beyonce, but just hear me out. I've loved Beyonce since I was two years old. No, you did not love Beyonce when you were two, two years, years old. Yes, I didn't have. Even know who the fuck she was. I went from stealing movies I saw her on to invite what? her and her yes. husband to one of my birthday parties as a child to watching come? her live concerts at my big old age of sixteen. I just need to see her live and smell the same air as she oh, that's does. Weird. So I will take anything to help. I want you to just think about how happy you can make me. You can send me a dollar or a hundred if you're feeling generous. Love, Nadia. Sharon Waddell sent her a hundred bucks. 
That's got to be a relative or something, it has, right? Has to. Has to be. So I'm looking it's at just one more. I'm looking at ticket prices. Yeah, because they really haven't announced them, but I guess they have in Europe, so they're thinking it's going to be similar. The most expensive one are the Pure Honey on stage risers front row experience, three thousand dollars. Woo! Three thousand bucks. The cheapest one is just standing room only, one hundred and thirty. Okay. Uh, yeah, this, guy. like a... this guy's great. He's chugging in in this picture. He's chugging a forty of Miller High Life. Wait, this is a dude that has to see Beyonce. It's called "Donate to a Guy That Wants to See Beyonce." Thousand dollar goal. He's raised one hundred and sixty so far. Hey, my name's Brandon, and I'm fundraising this for myself. I ain't gonna sh- sugarcoat <laughs> this or make it seem like my need is greater than the next person. I was just financially responsible, and I just paid off the rent. And, of course, the queen, Beyonce herself, has announced a world tour. I'll be 100% honest and tell you that I have never seen Beyonce in person. It's the worst to call yourself a super fan and not be able to say you've seen her live. I think this guy's full of shit. You can be a fucking super fan and not see her in concert. Do you think he's full of shit and he's just trying to capitalize on this? Yeah, totally. Get some money from it? I'm almost 28 years old, and I've yet to see her live in person. I almost went to see her concert back in 2017, but unfortunately I sold my Beyonce tickets for plane tickets to Miami so I could do a year of service with the AmeriCorps. Uh, Friends and accountant, please. yeah, yeah. I would greatly appreciate any help in seeing Beyonce this year. I'm just trying to see her in D.C. In aug- for on August 5th, but maybe again somewhere wait, else. Wait, wait, wait. You can't charge them for the August 5th show and somehow make $1,000 between now and August 5th? No, no. I mean, you've got... You have six months. Yeah, but you're, you're missing the point. Six months, you only have to save 166 66 a month. You're missing the point, Drew. It's a lot easier if someone just gives you the money. That's right. That's true. No, you're right. Go fund me no, for a pole barn. And then he'll get it early and then spend it, and then he'll have to go, oh, man, I spent all my Beyonce ticket money, and I forgot to buy the ticket. You have six months to, to pay the credit card bill. Eh. Interest rates, but give me a break. It would be Wait. an absolute treat if I could finally see my queen live and in concert. My Just queen. know that I will act a fool, and I will have a good time, and I will record as much as Beyonce will allow me before she copyrights <laughs> her performance. Okay. Does she let people record? I don't know. Because a lot of concerts are... No way. All I'm asking for is train fare, which should be relatively cheap, but the tickets themselves could be potentially an arm and a leg. Train fare, $1,000? This guy's full That's of all he's asking for? I support me greatly. Appreciate it. Just know I'm doing sing with Beyonce. Shut up. I would like to be as close as legally possible to watch Beyonce perform her dance hall banger Renaissance, as well as the medley of her other amazing classic albums. So if you've made it this far, I appreciate you. I want you to support me in seeing Beyonce this year. If there is extra, I will definitely see her twice. But if not, I will have <laughs> no, you won't, you liar. humbled in seeing her, period. Beyonce, seeing I love you, period. and Gross. I hope to see you soon. So most of these shows are months ahead. Yes. Yeah, they haven't even gone on sale. They haven't announced ticket prices. There's are just people asking for money. So they, here's another guy asking for tickets. August 25 at 7.07 p.m. <laughs> Hey, tell me, I'm Mike. Uh, <laughs> this guy begged for tickets. I think he's willing to pay for them, though. It's crazy. It's crazy. I just left you at the uh, Arthur thing. I'm a little <laughs> up. In fact, I'm trying to remember my password. Should type here. this into GoFundMe and um, see if it gets any money. <laughs> I don't know if that's right or not. 
Anyway, uh, I just remembered. Uh, is there any way to get this? Is ridiculous. I know this is stupid. Thanks for all the tickets in the past. Uh, That's my favorite part. Is it possible to get uh, two tickets to uh, Beyonce? Oh Christ! I got a. I'm trying to understand this ATM, and I'm trying to talk to you all at the same time. What an anus! Is it possible to get two tickets to David Beyonce. Bowie? David Bowie's coming up, I don't know when. There's a possible to get two tickets to David Bowie. And then that's it. After this, I'm done with tickets. After this, I don't give a f about tickets. I don't even want to hear about tickets after this. This might be an effective uh, so GoFundMe. Anyway, word for word. Done, so it's a reminder to both of us come Monday. Um, uh, and if not, then uh, I could call Marilyn or something. I can't remember where it's at. But two tickets to David Bowie. Uh, David Bowie. I got my money. I got my. Uh, I got my request out. Now I just need to get my out and take a. All right, man. I'll see. <laughs> one more drunken message. Uh, yeah, I got one more from Dion Williams. Real quick. Oh, okay, yeah. great. Dion, he's uh, got a two thousand dollar goal. He's only raised twenty five. Two thousand dollars. Yeah, another guy's got to have great seats. Hey, everybody. My name is Dion. I'm a college student at Tennessee State University, majoring in. Agriculture Science in Nashville, Tennessee. This GoFundMe is for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to see Beyonce. I know what you're thinking. It couldn't possibly be that serious to make a GoFundMe to go to a concert, but I beg to differ. Imagine your celebrity role model. How'd you do anything to see them up close and personal, to experience them, their art, their craft, to live in the moment would make your life right? Wait, wait, wait. If you would do anything, and the show's in six months, it seems to me you could do anything in six months to come up with $2,000. Yes. I mean, is that that implausible yes, yes, for yes. someone to figure out? Drew, he is. Yeah, he put a GoFundMe out for Yeah, he's begging yeah. for money. He started a GoFundMe. <laughs> what else do you want him to do? Some say Michael Jackson, Whitney Houston, or even the Beatles. But me? I say Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. Oh. I love her, and to be able to witness her live and in person would make my life her work ethic, her craft, altruism, and all reasons I implore you to give me money. Anything helps. I love you all. Peace and light. Dion. Dion. Come on, come can, on, come on. Can we look up Dion? Can you look <laughs> up to see if Dion's easy. listed? That's a pretty common name. But, okay, let's find another one. But I do have his, you know, I might be able to find it. because His first name is spelled differently. But he also lives in a pretty... See. I'll look no, up. that's a small oh, place. Yeah, that's not that big. Can you look up another one, Mark, while he's looking sure, up that one? Sure, sure. Yeah. And I will mention, uh, because I was talking about my uh, Gene Simmons Twitter, at Drew Mike Podcast. Please follow me on Twitter, at Drew Mike Podcast. I much cat, my must catch up with Adam Rich, <laughs> or I will have to, I don't know what drastic measures I will take if I cannot reach 19,400 followers, the same amount as Adam Rich, whose life peaked at the age of seven and lived another 47 years doing almost nothing. Hey, he was America's little brother. And he has 3,000 more Twitter followers than I do. At Drew Mike Podcast, please follow me on Twitter. And um, hey, I've noticed people have been giving us some reviews, and that is much appreciated. On iTunes, five stars is always appreciated. It's great to have lots of reviews. It makes people know that people are paying attention to a show and that the reviews aren't all from six years ago or whatever. And I see people have been putting reviews out and it is appreciated. I know it takes a few minutes and it's a pain in the ass, but it is nice. And I know Spotify reviews are getting up there. Who's this? 
This might be Dion. Mm. Seriously? Yeah, it's worth it. Oh, who knew that song started st- so stupid? Hello? Oh, all right. I apologize. That was the only Dion in that town. We'll look up. Uh... <laughs> Wait, I wonder if Arnisha Green has his number or uh, Faith Williams. I'm looking for the big uh, titty chick right now. Yeah, right here. I got her. Oh, you found her? Okay. Yeah. It might be tough. But... Well, oh, yeah. She's got around. a unique name. Around. Yeah. Um, also, you can purchase all Amazon items through our Amazon portal. Which is another way we raise money to keep this show going and keep people paid. And it is much appreciated. Some of you do it all the time. Some of you have never tried it, but if you do, it is the effort is again much appreciated. And I noticed who gave us a hundred dollars? Somebody just donated hundred dollars oh, on the yeah. donate bar. You know what? And I didn't write his name down. I'm sorry. It was very nice. Though. Well, you can donate on a one-time basis or on a monthly basis. A lot of people give five dollars a month, and uh, and that is much appreciated. Because one of our advertisers has not paid us this month for some crazy reason. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Actually, and I know for a fact that's a mistake. So I'm, I'm really not record. worried about it. Uh, I can give a shot for the for the girl with big boobs. Yeah, give it a shot. All right. Hey, is um, Port St. Lucie? Is that a? I mean, isn't that a fairly rich area? Or am I just? I mean, I don't know Florida that uh, well. That would be easy to figure out. Let's see. Uh, Wikipedia usually tells you that the average income. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter. For Ashley, I was just curious. Ashley, not in service. Oh. Not in service. All right, I'm trying. I'm trying. She probably unlists herself. Well, so you can contact her on GoFundMe. You just do that. Wait, she lives in a single family house. Oh, that's not her. Yeah, you'd think these people would be easy to reach. Ashley, yeah, because she wants to promote her. Uh, Is another Ashley number? Yes. Really <laughs> Hall Financial Hotline being activated to call Ashley and find out about her GoFundMe to see Beyonce live. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. She'll call Nine. back. Let me leave her a message. It's not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hi, Ashley. This is the Drew and Mike show in Detroit. And uh, we're doing a story on people with GoFundMes to see Beyonce. And if you are that Ashley, we'd love to hear from you. And we'd be happy to to point people in the direction of your GoFundMe, uh, which might be of some help to you. I don't know. But we just wanted to find out because many people are doing this. And uh, we just want to find out what the story is. Thanks, Ashley. And good luck with your GoFundMe. I just found a, a real ridiculous one. Wait, see, Celeste Celeste gave money to her? She, that's a unique name. Yeah. that's looks like it's one of her relatives. Cause they yes. Have the <laughs> it's definitely her relative. Here, re- read, uh, read this GoFundMe. <laughs> I think we should call Celeste and ask her why she's not giving more money. Ooh, look at this girl. Whoa. Well, that's Beyonce. Oh, that just, <laughs> I thought that, that was the girl. No, that guy just used the picture. Oh, my God. <laughs> you see the headline? Help bald dad. I can't believe I'm bald. Get daughter Beyonce tickets. He's, He's trying to raise $7,000. Seven, seven grand. And I got to tell you, this guy did not put much effort in his description. No. Hi. Hi. My daughter asked me for Beyonce ticket. For Beyonce ticket? ticket. Uh, it takes a village to raise a child. I can't believe I'm bald. 
Wait, <laughs> this is hi, guy listed. Hi, my daughter asked me for Beyonce ticket. <laughs> now, doesn't put the S on tickets or put ah for Abia. He's getting her one ticket, but he manages to put the accent mark over the E in Beyonce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, he's got a unique name. Is he listed? He isn't. I could not find him. Damn it! I mean, there's a couple of them, but not in the area that they claim to be. Try it. What he's listed. Where is he? Li- oh, he's listed in Los Angeles or San Diego? Yeah. Yeah, try it. Why not? That's a, that's a weird name. I wouldn't think there'd be so many people named that. Well, no email connected to it. I'll keep looking for him. You want to try that number? It's not connected to him. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I know. Can you believe that, though? Just asking for... <laughs> starting a pole barn. I'm still, Seven, I'm starting a GoFundMe pole barn. $7,000? $7,000. Well, she Because it takes a village. Well, I mean, ticket are expensive. Ticket, yeah. Ticket are. 7000 bucks. That's that's for two on the stage, <laughs> plus travel costs, and a pretty nice hotel. How much do you think? You're a worse parent than Britney Spears. How much, uh, were, how much was your Bruce Springsteen ticket? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it wasn't as much as the See? those stage tickets. It was like 1000 bucks, I think. Um, I just remembered, by the way, I meant to bring this up. I finally saw the movie To Leslie. Yeah. The one that's getting all the people are so angry about because the- Hey, Leslie, shut your fucking mouth! (laughs) The actress that starred in the movie got nominated for an Oscar. And the movie had made very little money, $28,000 at the box office. It got almost no attention whatsoever until Gwyneth Paltrow- and a few other very famous people happened to see it and gave it glowing reviews. And uh, I think it was Kate Blanchett who said, this girl should win all the Oscars. She's so good. And Risenborough, is that her name? Yeah, yeah I'd Andrea, never heard Andrea. of her. Andrea. Andrea Risenborough. Okay. So I was interested in the movie because, you know, for a change, it's a movie that doesn't have millions of dollars spent on it promoting it. It's not a superhero movie. It's not a Disney thing. I thought, well, it's kind of interesting. I mean, if these people really liked it that much, um, you know, maybe this performance truly is great. But the way the story's been going is, oh, the Academy needs to look into this. This is bullshit. These people are campaigning for her. And her getting a nomination has caused people of color who are supposed to be nominated to not get a nomination. They Leslie put a f***ing sock in it! It's Anne's fault. It's not the other actress's fault who got nominated. Because they're supposed to be nominated, I guess. Okay. I mean, I I just think the whole narrative is really bullshit. So I I watched the movie, and I will say, I thought her performance was really good. I thought it was great. And there aren't many movies like this made anymore. This is a real drama. Um... I'm not recommending it because I could see a lot of our audience not liking this movie because it is a dramas just aren't that popular. That's why they're not made anymore. Yeah. And it's a drama. There's lots of cringe because the main character that Anne Risen, Andrea Risenborough plays, um, all it, right? while she's great at playing it, she won a lottery, yeah. uh, $190,000, I think. And instead of buying a house and upgrading her life for her and her child, she ends up uh, probably parting it away, snorting it, drinking it, whatever. You don't. They don't you don't. Damn it, Leslie! Shut your f-ing pie hole. Find all that out, and she's a terrible mother, and she's a drunk, and so you know it's kind of a it's kind of a, a white trash drunk movie. 
There's a clip in the trailer where she, after she wins, she's at the bar. She's like, I just won the ladder. Like she's paying for yeah, everything. Drinks are on me. Yeah, yeah and it, it's kind of yeah. it's a fairly. I mean, I, I thought the character was relatable, not to me necessarily, but I certainly know people like this who just love to party and drink and they get out of hand. And if they won a lottery, the first thing they would do is buy drinks for everyone. Mm -hmm. And her life goes, like many lottery winners, her life goes directly south when she wins the lottery. And that's kind of where we pick up the story. Six years later, she's blown all the money. She's a complete alcoholic and she's very much down on her luck. And she hasn't seen her son in quite a while. I don't want to spoil the story. Anyway, I thought she was great. I just know this is not a movie for a lot of people. If you like, you know, Marvel movies and stuff, this is probably not your thing. But I thought, I thought she was really, I thought she did a great job playing a really tough character to play. I got to tell you, if Marvel movies are your thing, I'd love to hear people's opinion on Wakanda Forever, the Black Panther uh, 2 movie. Oh, was that you that didn't like it so much? Yeah, well, it just got released on uh, Disney Plus, so I watched it. Oh my God, is that a terrible movie? Am I allowed to say that? I like the first one. The first one's great. Great storyline, great action. This one, the villain is laughable at how stupid the character is, in my oh, really? opinion. I, Who's yeah. the villain? It's it's a, a, a it's a water god who can fly because he's got wings on his ankles. Oh, Namor. <laughs> Played by, I don't know who the guy was. I don't know, and I don't know the comics that well. I mean, Brandon, so you know who he is, Namor. Yeah, like, I mean, this god, this it's so stupid. And they spend the first half hour remembering Chadwick Boseman, I guess, because you know if you don't, people forget it's a movie, and then they get mad at Marvel for not remembering sad. the guy that died. I suppose. Oh my Which, god, I, I don't know. It was really, I just did not like it. But I watched the whole thing. I sat through the whole thing. It was terrible. I can't sit through a movie that that that. Well, I was feels doing. That I was doing other me. things, you know. Yeah. Now the only movie that's worse than that is Tar. I challenge you, Drew, really? to watch the first thirty minutes of it. Um, what's Tar about? It's it's supposed to be about cancel culture, quote unquote, and it's uh, is it Kate Blanchett? Yeah. She, so it's she not plays, a bad subject, actually. I, I would find except, the subject interesting if someone handled it in a way that was interesting. I got to tell you, I could only watch the first half hour because it's her like being interviewed and she's this esteemed um, uh, conductor of an orchestra. Oh, boy. <laughs> to which, and, and oh. I think she gets canceled because, you know, she's just really mean is my guess. I have no, oh. I, I have no idea. Whiplash? I had no interest in watching the rest of the movie because it is so just. So you just watched the first 30 minutes? It is so fucking pretentious, I thought. It was yeah. terrible. But it's nominated for a ton of things. So is Wakanda Forever. Is that because that's the, is only, it really? that's the only movie people went and saw last year or something? That and Top Gun? I think it's supposed to be nominated. Because I, th I think now that's the way it goes with a lot of things. Is that things are supposed to be nominated and things are supposed to not be nominated. Just like comedies are never nominated. By the way, you know, since, since we started talking about the uh, Adam Sandler, Andy, Andy Samberg movie. Yeah. Uh, that's my boy. Mm -hmm. I have not heard one person say they didn't absolutely love it. Not that I would ever dream it would get an Oscar nomination, but this was raspberry to death. People said it was the worst movie ever made. We, I don't know if you saw that email. Someone sent that email in that said they know friends who don't like it because of the, the cringy aspect of a guy knocking up his teacher. Who cares? It's a movie. It's a, yeah, no it's a joke. No, they're, all, they're all movies. It's, it's, um, well, yeah, there was that, and there was another cringy aspect, too, that they didn't like. Um... Oh, oh, 
Well, there's a there's an incest. Yes. Part oh. of the movie. It's really. It a, but that is a that is all pretend. Okay, that's yeah. It's make believe. <laughs> it's, it's also a joke. comedy. Yeah. I mean, if you if you don't like the joke, I guess maybe it could spoil the movie for you. But I thought there were just so many laugh out loud moments in the movie that I just couldn't believe that it would be so dismissed because it is really dismissed in terms of, you know, historically speaking. It was considered a terrible movie at the time. Um, I know it got nominated for Raspberry Awards. I think it won Raspberries, didn't it? Mm. And people were really down on Sandler at the time because yeah. Sandler had that real streak, that real big winning streak, well, and then he started down sort of a losing path. And then Was this... that before his Netflix deal? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. But to you me, mean that's that was my the boy? funniest. That was the funniest Adam Sandler movie since he had that really. Oh, it got outfit. eight Razzie nominations. Yeah. Did you mean that's my boy before a Netflix deal? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, but it was when he was on a losing streak, and so I think it was easy to pile on him for another shitty movie. I liked it. That was well, fucking I, I, hilarious, and I swear I've heard from a lot of people. Usually, when you like a movie, you'll hear from you know maybe half don't like it, half like it, depending on the movie. Um, but I, I found really got. Great reviews, and some people were bitching that I can't find it on any of my services now. It's already gone. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's not that easy to find. Could that be because of the? It's now because it the new month be made now. No, because the calendar flips. So all those deals change where you find things. I gotta say this: this business of it couldn't be made now. It's just gotten ridiculous because I swear to God, every time we talk about a movie that couldn't be made now, it's a movie we all like. Sure. Yeah, well, nothing gets made now but superhero movies for the most part. And, and, eight, and 80 for Brady. So is that... M. Night Shyamalan, whatever piece of garbage how, how, he wants to put out. How healthy is the movie industry? Are the box office numbers yeah, strong as ever? a great year. Uh-huh. But okay. but then again, nobody went to movies because of COVID for a long time, so everybody wanted to go see movies. Yeah. Well, if it's making as much money as ever, I guess it's just easier to make movies that can be made and won't get you in trouble. What's, what's your opinion of M. Night Shyamalan? Do you like his movies? You know, Sixth Sense and Signs and The Village. Wait, signs is about what? That's the, the Mel Gibson, Mel Gibson the, the aliens. Um, the that was kind of fun. The crop, the, crop circles. The crop that circles. Was yeah, signs, that was signs is signs yeah. and sixth sense aren't bad, but yeah, they're not bad. I feel like all his other movies just fucking suck. I'm not sure I know very many of his movies. Well, Drew loves Split. Which, Split. Yeah, you loved that. Movie. Old is terrible. What was uh, Split? I don't remember Split. That was the one with the multiple personalities. That was a good it's movie. Sequel I to think. Unbreakable. Did you guys like Split? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was a trilogy: Unbreakable, Split, and Glass. Have you seen Old? Old is terrible. Have you uh, seen well, the, what's the Girl in the Water with uh, Ron Howard's daughter? Yeah, terrible. yeah, I saw the that. Village. Terrible. I didn't hate the Village. Really? It wasn't that. That's the mm-hmm. dumbest twist. What's ever. the Village the happening about? Might be the worst movie possibly. Ever. The happening's pretty bad. <laughs> the Village is, you know, it's a period piece, and then there's a twist at the end. That's probably no All right, electricity. Uh, spoiler alert! Do you remember that? You don't remember the twist is. It's really not in the past, Drew. It's just a pe- bunch of people in the woods. Yeah. Oh, that's so <laughs> fucking lame. Yeah. And the reason he's come up lately is because this new movie he has out, which the trailer looks fucking sweet, but then it's M. Night Shyamalan, and it's a movie being released not around Oscar season, Knock so at it the probably cabin. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. I hope somebody has seen it and give us an honest review because it looks it looks interesting, but it also looks really stupid. If that makes any sense, it is really funny though. These um, 
it just seems that people just don't know the Oscar nominated movies anymore. <laughs> they just don't know what they are. Did you, did you watch SNL? I saw part of it. Did you see the, and I know it's Bo and Yang, so don't just dismiss it out of hand, but they did a, um, like a game show thing. Oh yeah, I saw that. About the movies. Yeah, that, that was, that, that was I, fucking the funny. Point was, the point was dead on. I thought that was really funny because yeah, no one knows, knows what these movies are. these movies. Or, or the number one streaming show on Netflix. Because that yeah, was I, one of the jokes and nobody knows what that show is, but people are watching it. Um, and speaking of uh, Netflix, that reminded me of <laughs> the story that came out, I think it was Friday about the CEO of Spotify said, yeah, I spent pretty recklessly because Spotify is really looking to cut costs because their costs are out of sight. And so, of course, in the story, they said, obviously, they are not going to renew that ridiculous deal with Harry and Meghan where they paid. Um, and I guess they're expecting more, but they put out $30 million and they've got nine podcasts so far. Mm-hmm. Why they ever made that deal makes no sense to me, but... Um, and then today there was a story about how, let me find it. Cause I, I, I thought the way it was worded was funny. Um, just about Harry and Megan, uh, their star power is waning, <laughs> which I thought hey, news for it's been waning. I, I just never understood. Why did they have all this star power at, at any time? What had they well, done other than she sat on a abnormally pink wiener? They're starting as royals, so there's going to be a lot of quote unquote yeah, star no, I, power I get and that. interest. Yeah, and then she sits on the abnormally pink wiener, uh-huh. and then that creates she's, her star power is added because the wiener enters her. And she's American, so it was kind of interesting. And she's a really not terribly successful actress. No. So, but she's an actress, so I get it. But when she all of a sudden said um, that she didn't feel good and that no one's asked her, that was when I just said, "Oh my God, what a bitch." Oh my God, I can't believe she did that. And then it all starts. Not many people have asked if I'm okay. Are you okay? It all goes downhill from there. And it goes just absolutely downhill at a million miles an hour. She hates his family. They do the Oprah thing. They trash his entire family. Now, it's hard for me to imagine doing this, doing a two-hour special with Oprah and trashing your own family, but trashing your husband's family? That mind-boggling to me. And that, the fact that, that these two really, people... That's their thing, though, now, right? Right. I, mean, they, I feel like they leaned into it heavily. Yeah, they've leaned into being the worst victims, the worst-treated yeah. people yeah. in the history of the world when the truth of the matter is they have hundreds of millions of dollars that they've they've sold all their victimhood for millions. Why would anyone like them? Why would, why would people say, oh, my God, I've, I've got to be a part of them. They've got to be a part of our event. Oh, my God. They, because they're so good at telling their horrible story. I got to tell you, what bullshit, too, that whole, um, when, when they were on Oprah and someone asked what the color of the baby would be. Right? <laughs> and that became such a massive fucking thing, right? Like, what, what about the, you know, what, who, but, Kate but, made me cry. I didn't make Kate cry. She made me cry. But what I was going to say about that is that story just fucking exploded right i mean first oprah's yeah. reaction of what because it involved race what no I, and i and i get that and That's race just gonna makes get a, everything explode but what? What, what pisses me off about that story is they don't say anything about it for two years and then it comes out that oh we weren't even mad about it yeah they're, they're not a racist family my my relatives aren't racist but they let the whole world shit on them <laughs> yeah it's just terrible man yeah i know people lose their jobs yeah. 
because they question the story. And everyone's. That's the most incredible thing to me is that Piers Morgan lost his job and then Sharon Osbourne defends him, says, No, he's not a racist. He's a friend of mine. And she loses her job. Yeah. And in the end, they could have just said, oh, no, we're not even really mad about this. While everyone's running around trying to figure out who the racist is in the royal family. What? So now um, Oprah has her 69th birthday party, which I, Oprah should never celebrate anything on her 69th birthday. In fact, she, she should pretend that she's 70. Yeah. So, hey, I'll, I'll do her one better. She can be 68 for two years in a row. Yeah, that's fine with me, too. But anyway, she has her big 69th birthday party with everyone Except she doesn't invite Megan and Harry. Uh, and so, oh my God, wait, I thought you were their best friends because you had your big special and they liked you so much they chose you to be the host and you expressed outrage at all the horrible things that happened to them what? and you went to their wedding. Wait, you know, so are people going to turn on Oprah for using Harry and Megan? No, quite, quite the opposite. They've decided that Harry and Megan, their power and influence in Hollywood is waning. <laughs> They weren't invited to Oprah's birthday party. In fact, they're not invited to a lot of stuff. That's funny. It just shows the power of Oprah is greater than the royals. Yeah. They're, in really fact, their, uh, their latest popularity poll in America shows it's a big negative number. They're not, even, they're not just not popular. Ooh. They're despised. Ooh. So, yeah, they're not getting invited to A-list events. And then um, they pointed out that, uh, oh, and then they, out of desperation... They were invited to Ellen's uh, vow renewal thing, and they showed up. That's how desperate they are. They went to an event that no one cares about, no one wants to go at, and they were photographed all over the place. They were actually swan diving into the camera shots. (laughs) Swan diving. (laughs) Just every picture is like, ah. Yeah, crane neck. But their their celebrity friendships are on the rocks. Good. (laughs) What? Good. But they don't hang out with these people. They were never their friends in the first place. It's all fake. It's all fake. Remember that she had that one friend that was her hairdresser on that show, Nobody Watched Suits? Yes. And then she dumped that hairdresser friend. Yeah, for doing something racist. My daughter dumped me. Yeah, she she was mean to someone who was uh, some kind of power imbalance, I think. They just fired a bunch of people, too, from their... Yeah, they're now going to run Archwell. Yeah, that'll work great. Archwell, which isn't going to be renewed. I mean, this is so funny that they have a 10-podcast podcast. 10 podcasts. We put out more content in one week than they put out in two and a half years now. And they made $30 million. They hire this entire structure of management with VPs and uh, inclusivity people and all this bullshit. It's like, there's no content. What do these people do all day? I, I mean, I can't even imagine. So then they just fired a bunch of them. They, they, get, said they get victimized all day. That's all they do. <laughs> They've decided they that... They um, go to their therapist to figure it out. But did you see what they're doing? They said, well, we're just going to run it. Yeah, no, I know. It's going to work it's only nine podcasts. Yeah, and why would we need other people no, to run this? You never needed anyone to run it. You just needed people to actually make a product that would sound not embarrassing. Well, not only that, and to though, invite the guests. Who's going to do the interviews with the experts that they cut up and pretend that Megan interviewed? Oh, they'll probably Which keep some of those people. But um, I, think, I think it's kind of over for them now. I really do. I hope so. Oh, I hope so, too. I can't, I'm so tired of hearing about it. It was really a relief not to see them in the news for, for actually like what 10 they, straight days. Holy shit. What are they going to do? 
Harry's going to end up uh, being a judge on the Miss America pageant. <laughs> And, and then the butthole, yeah. So he's getting that, yeah. And then eventually he's going to be the judge of the butthole competition at Deja Vu in East Lansing. so funny. Well, there was news because the girl who <laughs> stole her, his, her, Harry's virginity was like, hey, that's me. Yeah. She S- stole really his virginity. Get the fuck. He wanted to be there so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not, not even that. Oh, no, that's book. why he's embarrassed about it. Th- these people. I mean, the book, the series, and now she has a book coming up? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's going to go over so great. I know that's going to be a disaster. (laughs) But, well, the Good Morning Americas and the ABCs, will they still interview her nonstop? Uh Uh-huh. Why? Um, Because they'll get eyeballs, either hate hate eyeballs or people that like her. I don't know. You know, the story today about their, their influence, influence, how would they influence me? Oh, about mental health. The two people who are hated by everyone the in their own families. Choice are the best podcaster, Drew. Oh, that's right. No, but the two people who are hated by everyone in their families are going to teach us about mental health. That makes a lot of sense. Look, here, here's if I, if, if I was advising them, I would say, hey, you guys got this big coronation coming up with uh, King Charles. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Why don't you make good with him? And this will be your whole way to... Build yourself back up into forgiveness with yeah. the family. Yeah, that here's vi- season two that, that victimized you. Season two of their podcast could be how I, uh, you know, reconnected with my father. Seriously, the only thing they have going for them is the connection to the royals, and they exactly. got to find a way to worm their way back in. And what what's the perfect way to do that? Oh, by letting bygones be bygones and going to Charles's fucking party. I, I couldn't believe that they're this, not invited. The story today said that. It turns out they may not be great content creators. Why would anyone have thought they would be content <laughs> why, creators? Why, yeah. why, why include the word may in there? First of all, <laughs> it's, it's pretty obvious they're not good content. They creators. only have one content. That's them talking yeah. about them. Well, they have the Invictus Games, which is a thing that somebody watched. Well, that documentary created no interest. The, the other one, Boring. which was supposed to be a cartoon, they said, we can't spend the money making that because it's not a good story. Boring. <laughs> Cartoon became a write-off. Yeah. And they said, oh, we're going to shop it elsewhere. It's like, yeah, nobody wants your fucking cartoon. That's expensive, you idiot. Oh, God. So anyway, moving along this, the celebrity She's going to end up drawing it herself and making it on iMovie and releasing it on YouTube. Oh, I hope so. It'll be garbage. Uh, Bam Margera's drunk again. Oh, no. Yeah, Bam he flew off the wagon. Yeah, he was- he's touring with Steve-O. Yeah. And after a show one night, this is right after... Steve-O invites Bam on stage with Bam's five-year-old to show, oh, look how Bam and his son are so happy they're bonding. Hours later, Bam had some post just blistering, um, what's his name, Uh, Johnny Knoxville. About what a poser Johnny Knoxville is, and Steve-O immediately knows he's drunk. Oh, boy. And discovers that, yes, he is drunk. He's really drunk. He's gone flying off the wagon. And so Steve-O posted something saying, Bam, I know you're drunk, and I think you're, I'm waiting to hear that you're dead. Get your fucking shit together. Yeah, he put that out there. Yeah, like almost immediately. I love Andrew so hard. (laughs) Now, now Steve-O, that guy can get on the straight and narrow. Steve, and yeah, and there's a guy who actually creates content. Yeah. And, and can generate people to go see him at a show and i guess the show's doing really well it looked like they had good crowds for all of it remember yeah. when he came in from the men's expo and it was like, <laughs> what, what are you gonna do on stage dude like, i'm gonna have people kick me in the nuts that was the stage show yeah he wasn't he gave away shoes 
he wasn't right at that thing. No. Something was really wrong. I don't know what. Probably what we saw in the documentary. Yeah, when he was still huffing those canisters, of CO2. But he's he's really made a change, and he's stayed Oh, he's awesome. doing great. He's sober now, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's or... stayed sober. Yeah, his podcast is doing well, too. What? His live show is successful. What? And he's selling toilet paper now for some reason. He is? <laughs> yes. It works. Yeah, that's why uh, he's got this. I love buttholes. Yeah. Um, did you see the uh, Sam Smith video controversy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the grossest video you've oh, ever God. fucking it's, seen in your he's life? Disgusting. Yeah. He's, he's such so a slob. Bad. What? You don't like? That's because you're homophobic. Why do people love Sam Smith? <laughs> I don't know if they do so much anymore. Do, do you have to say you love him? I get. Well, like I was saying, at first he was that beloved "stay with me" guy. Oh, that poor guy. His girl dumped him, and now he's just so out there and crazy, really fat. And yeah, has, and gross. He has, like. Like booby tassels. Yeah, he's almost nude in this thing, and there's like, I, I, isn't the the vision, isn't the whole idea that this is semen being shot at him? Oh, I don't direction? know about that. I haven't seen the video. Watch yes. the video. Yeah, it's just gross. I mean, is it's it, honestly is it, just gross. Is it worse than the one where uh, was it Little Nas X who's like giving Satan a lap dance? Yeah, I think it's kind of like just watch it. Okay. Watch how gross this is. Oh, booby tassels. Oh, he doesn't need those. Those asses. Definitely those got chicks. Oh, those dudes. Yeah, he's directing yeah, these girls to shake their ass. I don't think those are girls, Drew. Oh, they're not? No, they're dudes. And they're, oh, oh they're, what's that? Isn't that him s- swallowing something? Yes. Uh, urine. So I guess someone suggested this is over the line, which, wow. which of course... Got the whole world so angry. That's one strong chandelier. How dare anyone say when he's expressing himself? But look at that. That's gross. Like when the when he's getting sprayed in the face, so and he's got his tongue out. Yeah, and he's trying to swallow all he can. Oh, that was a chicken behind. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, I guess. But he's gross. Sixteen million. Actually, if it was a chick, though, people would say, "No, that's really over the line." But since it's Sam Smith, it's okay. Yeah, probably. Gross. People are defending him. I'm not here to make friends. I see Lizzo has a boyfriend. Oh, cool. An official boyfriend. Yeah, they're Instagram official. It's uh, comedian Mike Wright, who looks to me like he weighs about 160 pounds. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they were Clive Davis's pre-Grammy party, which sounded like just a blowout. Nancy and Paul Pelosi were there. I've seen that. Really? Yeah. Was his boyfriend there? I don't know about that. <laughs> I've seen that dude before, that Mike Wright. I think I've seen him do stand-up before. Yeah, I guess he's a pretty good comedian. Yeah. Well, and they're super happy. And good for him. Yeah. Oh, speaking of celebrities and relationships. This Clive Davis party, though, seriously, sounded like the biggest fucking blowout with Nancy and Paul Pelosi. Paris Hilton was there. Tom Hanks was there. Yeah. Everybody who loves to party was there. Was Chet there? Chet Hanks? I don't know if Chet was there. He loves to party. Here's uh, this, The story's a little dated, but this is all new information to me. And what a headline. Inside Michael Jackson's love affair, King Stop was still married to Lisa Marie Presley when Debbie Rowe got knocked up. What? <laughs> Doctor. Wait, but it wasn't his semen. It was Dr. I remember he borrowed uh, no, semen from no, Dr. Arnold no. Klein. To, to enjoy this article, you have to pretend that he nailed both of these women. <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way the article reads, it's like... Yeah, no, he's totally hetero and doesn't like beating off to boys' buttholes. Michael had a bizarre, intimate relationship even before Michael split up with Lisa Marie Presley. Here was 1993. Michael was beginning to battle with drugs. 
A friend of Debbie Rose remembered, Debbie loved Michael with all her heart, even though he'd been married to someone else for a few years. She wasn't, he wasn't even married to her for a few years, no, was married, he? he married to her for two years, I believe. She put him on a pedestal and thought he could do no wrong. Nobody Le- thought this would last. Yeah. In late 93, Lisa Marie got a telephone from Michael. His life was over. He told her he wanted to commit suicide. She was his only friend. Help me, please. He begged. He then hung up and apparently called Debbie, telling her the same thing. What? <laughs> it's really overdoing it. Help me, please. I want to commit suicide. You're my only friend. They Ooh. lie. Uh, <laughs> he then called Lisa Marie again. Michael, in a drug-induced moment, then slipped up, according to a well-placed source in the Jackson camp. He was on the phone with Lisa, but he thought he was talking to Debbie. What? I need you. Marry me. Lisa was astonished. Of course, of course I'll marry you. She responded, thank you, Debbie. Oh! Lisa said back, Debbie? Who's Debbie? Who the fuck is Debbie? Lisa asked, causing Michael to hang up. He was scared. He hangs up. (laughs) I love that. I don't know what to do. Click. How embarrassing, recalled one source. He asked Lisa Marie to marry him, thinking she was Debbie, and Lisa accepted. Michael was in such a fog, I guess he didn't know what he was doing. Oops, so he had to get married to her. Shortly after the marriage, Lisa Marie learned that Michael suffered from a form of lupus. What does that have to do with it? Nothing. Lupus makes you ask the wrong person to marry you? I guess. I love that he went through with it after he realized. Yeah, that. he already asked her. You can't can't take it back. He didn't want to make her sad. She freaked out, and the associate uh, said, "The associate Michael told him, told her a nurse would call and explain it later." The next day, Lisa got a call from Debbie. Why is that an ex- uh, a nurse is going to call you later and explain my fuck up? What? Don't do it. Lisa wasn't sure what to make of Debbie, said the source. She just seemed to be too familiar with Michael's case. When Debbie told her that she'd known Michael for over ten years. Lisa became very suspicious. <laughs> That's what it took for Lisa Marie to become suspicious of Michael Jackson. <laughs> when asked about their relationship, Debbie told Lisa she would do anything for Michael. It didn't feel right that this woman was talking so passionately about Michael, the man Lisa was married to. She later called Debbie back and demanded to know if Debbie was in love with her husband. Imagine that phone call. Yeah. Debbie reportedly broke down in tears, admitting... I love him with all my heart and soul. He means the world to me. <laughs> Apparently unthreatened, Lisa Marie told her to get lost, laughed and hung up. Laughed and hung up. She revealed get Michael lost. had wanted Lisa Marie to have his child. She thought about it in the spring of 95. Elvis's daughter reportedly told him, I don't want to have your fucking kid. <laughs> Allegedly. That's when Michael told a friend, it's really over. According to sources in his camp, Michael began making future plans, and one of those plans involved Debbie. In December, Debbie was pregnant. Of course, with Arnold, he must have borrowed no, Arnold no, no, Klein's no, no. semen no, in there somewhere. No, we totally nailed her because it was you. over. Lisa Marie didn't know a thing about it. When one of Lisa Marie's friends stumbled upon the news, Michael became frantic. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so frantic. Yeah, he turned into that little baby <laughs> kid again. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Lisa joined Michael in New York where he confessed all to Lisa right there in the hospital room. Oh. That a friend of his, blonde nurse Debbie Rowe, was pregnant with his child. And can you imagine when Lisa Marie saw Debbie Rowe and saw how fucking hot she was? She must have just lost it. <laughs> That's a good move, though, admitting it in the hospital. So she can't, she can't hurt fuck? him. Can't hurt me here. Lisa was blindsided. Her heart was broken to pieces, not because she was in love with Michael, but because this was all so unfair. Yeah. <laughs> Two months later, Debbie had a miscarriage, and Michael was devastated. I'm so devastated. However, she got pregnant again three months later. 
Michael married Debbie on November 15, 1996, three months after he finalized his divorce from Lisa. Insiders said that Michael called Lisa from Australia in the middle of the night to tell her about the marriage. Oh, boy. Oh, that would have been ugly. Yikes. Michael was sobbing, forgive me, Lisa. I'm, I'm married, Debbie. How can I live with myself? I hurt you so badly. <laughs> Click. How could I have done this to you? You've always been there for me. I love you. You got to tear me apart, Lisa. I love the children. But oh, Lisa God, wasn't having Lisa. it. I wish... I wish you luck, she poorly told her ex-husband. I really do, but you, my friend, are no longer my fucking problem. Aww. Now you're hers. Then she hung up. That's a good answer. Michael and Debbie went on to have two children together. In Prince, a lovely relationship. That was the end of the story. And Paris, Michael's third child, Blanket, uh, was born via somebody in 2020, <laughs> 2002. Via, via whoever. So Paris, they always think, Debbie, but that could easily be my father's genes, you know? Yeah, Prince and Paris are Michael Jackson's children. That's interesting. I mean, if you look at Joe Jackson Michael and Paris, Jackson's there's a lot of, there's a lot of similarities there. You think Paris Jackson is celebrating Black History Month? Well, she's black. Oh, of course. Yeah, in fact, uh, she does want to play Janet in the movie, I guess. I think she should. Because um, Michael's nephew is playing Michael, so why not have Lisa Marie play Janet Jackson? I mean, they're... Hey, Paris. Paris Jackson. Paris Jackson, yeah. yeah. It only makes sense. Oh, they're, they look so much alike. And they both sing. So? Clown show. I uh, want to thank uh, Hall Financial. They are the sponsor of the Hall Financial Hotline and Zoom Line. We had Eli via Zoom... Of course, had great phone calls with Deja Vu via Zoom and our balloon uh, specialist and correspondent, Jason Smith. <laughs> and we, right. ne we never got a call back. We did try um, calling Richard Heaney, science detective. Oh, no luck? No luck. You no. want to try one more time while I'm reading the copy? Sure. You never know. He might answer. Let me just dial it? Yeah, why not? Mortgage interest rates uh, have been going down. There was a blip this last week with a 0.25 increase, which was smaller than some people expected. But Bentley said rates have been significantly lower the last few months. Now the holidays are behind us. It's time to take a look at your finances and consider consolidating your debt with a cash-out refi. Some of you. Um, if you own a home, you can use the equity in your home to put you in a better financial situation, especially if you have liquidity issues. You just don't have enough every month to pay your bills. It's the most affordable way to eliminate debt with a cash-out refi. A free five-minute mortgage review with Hall Financial is all it takes to see how much money you've gained in home equity. In most cases, you can access your money in two weeks or less. So call Jim Bentley or call Hall Financial and ask for Jim Bentley. Dial 866 Call Hall or chat with them online at callhallfirst.com. Or don't ask for Bentley. doesn't matter. Science Detective. Worst produced jingle ever. It's so bad. It's, it's almost as bad as the Ted Williams produced jingle. I think Ted's is a lot better. It's just hard to understand. Hi, Science Detective. At KD Promotions. I'm not able to get to the phone right now. So Falcon Heaney, of course, was the, uh, the six-year-old that did not fly multiple states. At the tone, but I can't remember the brother's name who threw up on the Today Show. That's right. Because it was just a show. For more options. To leave a callback number, press 5. Science Detective. Richard Heaney. Science Detective. Hey, Richard. It's the Drew and Mike show in Detroit. We've uh, spoken to you before. 
and we were, uh, as a lot of people are, attempting to reach you to talk about the the balloon from China that uh, just was shot down over the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, a lot of people were curious as to your opinion on it. You've got a lot of experience with this sort of thing. Please call back the 248 number when you have a chance. Thank you, Richard Heaney, Science Detective. I want to hear how it starts. Press 2 to erase and message review. Possibly the worst message ever. It's the best, and I'm sending it. So calling back. He probably will. Yeah. Maybe that's I wonder really well. how many people do you think actually tried to contact Richard? Oh, I bet you more than this. you think. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, I mean, when you think of a balloon in the sky, you think of Balloon, balloon Boy. Balloon Boy, yeah. I, I still remember. Do you remember watching that thing oh my God, flying yeah, a million oh, yeah. miles an hour and believing there was a six-year-old inside that little spaceship? Shot it down. <laughs> shoot that down right away. Now that, okay, it new actually, rule. Any balloon gets shut down immediately. Exactly. Didn't that thing just crash on its own? They didn't shoot it down. No, no, no. It just deflated because it was a homemade, like, Mylar balloon. And it's like, wait, there's no kid here. What's going on? Oh, he's asleep. Boo. Yes, sir. Yeah. We did it for the we show. We did this for the show. A great idea. Oh. Great. <laughs> and remember Wolf Blitzer didn't, he goes, oh, you did it for the show. Yeah, we'll be back right after this commercial break. He didn't even hear it. He didn't even realize what it meant. It was like, Wolf, what the fuck? Everyone is screaming at the TV right now. Classic Wolf. <laughs> All right. That's so, great. Again, give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Or on Spotify, or on Podcast Addict, or Stitcher, or any of the fine platforms you listen to the Drew and Mike show on. It's much appreciated. And our donate bar for one-time or monthly donations, always appreciated. The Amazon portal as well. And I've been trying, 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 trying to get more people to follow us on Twitter, at Drew Mike Podcast. And of course, all our other Twitter accounts too, at Producer is uh, an address I don't know how anyone remembers. Oh, yeah, I don't even know that. Or at Trudy Dan. And you can email any of us also, either Drew at DrewAndMikePodcast.com, Mark, M-A-R-C, at DrewAndMikePodcast.com, Brandon at DrewAndMikePodcast.com. People are sending you drops now, aren't they, at your email oh. address? Oh, yeah, all the time. And, uh... Keep them coming. Keep calling that boner line, 209-66-BONER as well. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. And, of course, uh, exciting show on Tuesday. We'll maybe get um, a little uh, late discussion of uh, DabbleCon, the incredible event that took place over this weekend in Rochester. And Carl will be dissecting a couple of uh, podcasts for us for Who Are These Podcasts. So everybody have a good one, and tomorrow we'll be talking Grammys. I don't know how much we'll be talking Grammys since it doesn't seem many people watch them anymore or know who's up for the Grammys. Hopefully someone gets smacked. I'm sure there'll be something to discuss. Will Smith going? <laughs> Hopefully. We'll see ya! Your heart is necessary at this time. It's the Grammys! Nobody cares. <laughs>